You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, here on News Talk 96.5, KPEL. Mind. Mother's Day's coming up. You gotta remember Mother's Day, right? Now, as a dad, I gotta say, I think Mother's Day is more important than Father's Day. You know, dads, we don't mind a little appreciation, but I think moms really need it and they deserve it. However, I think the funny thing about Mother's Day is that in our home, and I think in most homes, you try to do things for mom, right? Breakfast in bed, bringing her flowers, but moms are the ones who know how to do everything. So she inevitably has to get involved. You know, the day before I'm like, hey, where's a good place to get flowers? I need them for some reason. And she knows the pancake recipe. So Mother's Day morning, it's like, honey, where's the vanilla extract? She's like, I'm getting up. Don't worry. I call my mom on Mother's Day. Now, if your mom's older and lives far away like mine, and if you have a big family, I suggest spacing out your Mother's Day phone calls. You know, a call with mom takes more than an hour. She's got to go through all that mom stuff, right? So if she's got a lot of kids, she's going to be spending all Mother's Day on the phone. Why not coordinate with your siblings? and make it a Mother's Day week. Everyone gets a night. And no, don't do this whole group Zoom call with mom, not good. You gotta have some alone time with her to complain about your brothers and sisters, right? Well, however you spend your Mother's Day, remember, it's all about gratitude and appreciation. Moms, you're the best. Happy Mother's Day. I'm Tom Shalhoub. been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. I'm Ian Ozan. Join Bernadette Lee and me every morning for Acadiana's Morning News from 6 to 9 on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. We start your day off with the latest headlines, the important newsmakers from Acadiana, and a few laughs along the way. Every Wednesday, your voice is heard during Ringing It Wednesday, and every Thursday, Mayor President Josh Guillory joins us for Lafayette Live. So tune in every Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 for Acadiana's Morning News, right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and the KPEL mobile app. 
KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. The Wing Wars of Acadiana Festival benefiting the Gift and Grace Project will be held on May 14th, 2022 at Park International. Wristbands are limited, so be sure to get yours today at wingwarsofacadiana.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at Wing Wars of Acadiana. St. Pius X's annual sporting clay shoot is happening on Saturday, May 14th, 2022 at the Wilderness Gun Club located at 7 Turlings Drive. Registration starts at 8 a.m. and the event will start at 9 a.m. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Another COVID surge. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The CDC thinks so. The agency projecting a big uptick in COVID-related hospitalizations and deaths over the next four weeks as at least three different Omicron subvariants spread quickly across the country. And it's already starting. Hospital admissions jumping 20% nationwide over the past week, with the Northeast and Midwest hit particularly hard. Fox's Jonathan Sari, the FDA doesn't want want most Americans to get the Johnson and Johnson jab anymore. The FDA says the J&J vaccine brings a risk of blood clots to those who receive it, even though the occurrence of clots is said to be rare. Fox's Gernal Scott, the FDA is restricting the shot now to those who can't get the Moderna or Pfizer COVID vaccines or specifically asked just for the J&J version. Conservative Supreme Court justices aren't just facing protests outside the court where fencing's been put up could be outside their homes next week over the leaked draft opinion showing them ready to overturn the ruling to legalized abortion. Fox's Peter Ducey asked White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Do you think the progressive activists that are now planning protests outside some of the justices' houses are extreme? Peaceful protest? No, peaceful protest is not extreme. Republicans say it's going too far, trying to intimidate justices, risking violence. There is an update in the case of the man accused of attacking comedian Dave Chappelle on stage at the Hollywood Bowl earlier this week. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. L.A. District Attorney George Gascon refused to charge the 23-year-old suspect with a felony for the attack, but instead sent the case to the city attorney recommending misdemeanor charges. The L.A. City Attorney will prosecute Isaiah Lee on those charges, which will include battery and possession of a weapon with intent to assault. Now, Dave Chappelle was not hurt, but Lee was after being tackled by security and others. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. 
We'll get the monthly reports on hiring next hour. Economists expect 400,000 jobs were created in April with the unemployment rate maybe dipping to 3.5%. That figure was close to matching the low reached ahead of the pandemic. Job gains have been about 400,000 each month since last May, the longest such streak since 1939. Economists will be watching for signs in this morning's report that more people are joining the workforce, potentially easing wage pressures. Fox's Hillary Barsky and Wall Street stock futures have been down a little before that the day after a big sell-off wiped out the big gains that had started in May. The Dow plunged over a thousand points. Gas prices keep surging. Diesel hit a new record high today. AAA puts it at 5.51 per gallon. That's up 33 cents in just the past week. They may be magically delicious, but... Lucky Charms are under more scrutiny. After the number of complaints and reports of people getting sick after eating the cereal submitted to the FDA has increased to more than 500. The federal investigation into what's causing folks to get ill has ramped up. A website that tracks foodborne illnesses, Iwaspoisoned.com, tallying 7,300 complaints as of Thursday. The FDA not yet commenting on the increasing numbers of sick people. Ted Lindner, Fox News. They took the night off in the NBA. In hockey's playoffs, another night, another overtime thriller. At the line, Tage, McCarr, to the inside, is blocked. Back to Tage, and he scores. Call courtesy of TNT, Kale McCarr, finding the back of the net to win it for the Colorado Avalanche in OT, defeating the Nashville Predators 2-1, and going up 2-0 in their opening round Stanley Cup playoff series. The New York Rangers avoided overtime Thursday, coming away with a 5-2 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins to even their series at 1. The Florida Panthers going off for a 5-1 win over the Washington Capitals. Well, that's Fox's Matt Napolitano, another also a victory for Dallas shutting out Calgary. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Tom Shane. This is the Fox Business Report. Wall Street shifting into reverse and erasing all the Wednesday's Fed-driven gains and then some. Investors are now questioning how high the Fed might raise rates over the next couple of years amid surging inflation and how that might ripple across the economy and corporate profits. The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note was over 3% for its highest level since 2018. Megacap tech companies were among the biggest losers, dragging down the tech-heavy Nasdaq percent, while more than 90% of S&P 500 stocks declined. The Dow falling 1,063 points. The NASDAQ down 647, S&P 500 down 153. And Boeing is expected to move its global headquarters from Chicago to Arlington, Virginia, according to the Wall Street. A shift that would bring its leadership closer to top federal officials after a challenging period for the Arizona. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Are you questioning Joe Biden's handling of the economy? Inflation, higher taxes, $30 trillion of debt, and wild congressional spending? If yes, you'll want this new economic guide. The Iceberg Economy. Surviving a bloated market and a punch-drunk administration. Call Monetary Gold Rao to get this free guide. It will help you protect your savings and preserve your retirement. Get this free guide by calling 866-443-4655. 866-443-4655. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. So 6 in the morning. Bernie, what's the widget saying? Ah, it is saying 66 and cloudy, my young friend.
66 degrees and cloudy in Lafayette right now. Right now in West Monroe, Louisiana, it is uh, cloudy and about the same. 64 degrees over here. Oh, we got a wild and woolly story about yesterday. Uh, right now, National Weather Service is not giving any observations, but they can tell you slight chance of thunderstorms today. Patchy fog, then sunny, high of 89, 20% chance of rain today. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Bro Bridge, where they're hoping the rain stays away because the Crawfish Festival is back for the first time since 2019. The last two editions of the Crawfish Festival were canceled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The festival opens at 4 o'clock at Park Hardy and continues through Sunday. Admission tonight and on Sunday costs $5. Admission tomorrow costs $10. Weekend passes are worth $15. They'll be available at the gate. In St. Landry Parish, the school board is pushing back a vote to close and consolidate some of the district's elementary schools. Vehement opposition from the public forced the board to postpone that vote until June. The school board is considering closing and consolidating Grand Prairie, Washington, and Palmetto Elementary Schools. This after the public voted down three tax propositions last month. Those tax propositions would have improved facilities and boosted teacher pay. Right now in Eunice, police are searching for a shooting suspect. Xavier Watson is accused of shooting a 14-year-old during an incident on Acadia Street. The victim was taken to the hospital and is recovering well. Call police if you know where Watson is. A lawsuit against the Diocese of Lafayette may continue. That's according to a state appeals court. A man identified as Sam Doe is suing over alleged sexual abuse committed upon him in the 1960s by Berwick priest Stanley Begno. The diocese argues that Sam Doe took too long to file the suit. The court disagrees. It says the victim is within three, within the three-year window, rather, to sue that new window granted by a state law passed in 2021. Staying or back in Lafayette, what was left of the Alfred Mouton statue at the corner of Lee and Jefferson is now gone. The statue itself was removed last year, but the base remained. We've now learned that a crew removed the base from in front of the old city hall just a few days ago. In the legislature, the, state, the Senate bill banning transgender athletes from playing high school sports is headed to the full House. A committee approved that bill on Thursday. Governor Edwards vetoed the bill last year. He'll most likely do the same this year. The full House has given clearance to a bill that would require third graders to pass a reading test before being promoted to the fourth grade. Jeff Palermo has the latest. Nelson says his legislation is modeled after a similar program in Mississippi that he says has helped improve literacy rates in the Magnolia State. He says research shows third grade is really the best grade to determine if a student is up on his or her reading skills. Holding them back in third grade is really the best because it gives you the most runway to evaluate, to catch those to catch those problems and actually fix them. He says the outcome is not good for students who do not read well in the fourth grade. Large percentage drop out and a large percentage end up in jail. So providing literacy help in the third grade is critical. I'm Jeff Palermo. Staying in the state capitol, we're at the halfway mark of the session. What's been accomplished? What's left to do? Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonat says for lawmakers, their primary job was the state's budget. This session is about what do we do with over $3 billion? How do we spend it and how do we invest in our future? Pinsonat's impressed with how well lawmakers have worked with the governor's office on a huge state budget loaded with one-time federal money. They're in total agreement on this, which is kind of unusual. A hot-button issue is the trans-athletes ban that passed last year but was vetoed. Will the governor impose his will on the bill again this year? The majority of people in Louisiana want the legislature to override Governor Evans veto if he does do it. The session ends one month from today. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball series opener against ULM postponed because of last night's storms. The Cajuns and the Warhawks will open their series tonight at 6 o'clock. Two games tomorrow. Doubleheader starts at noon. Game three 
set to be played a half hour after game one ends. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball team hosts UL, or excuse me, hosts UTA this weekend at Teague Moore Field at Russo Park. Game one tonight at six, game two tomorrow at four, game three Sunday at one. And as the Cajuns baseball team reaches the home stretch of the season, they're battling for position in the Sunbelt tournament and for a spot in the NCAA tournament. David Grubb takes a look at the postseason race. According to projections by D1Baseball.com, four Louisiana teams are on pace to reach the postseason. LSU, Louisiana Tech, McNeese, and UL. The Tigers, Bulldogs, and Cowboys could all meet in Baton Rouge in a regional. D1's managing editor, Kendall Rogers, says the Tigers should be hosting for the 27th time in program history. Schedule took up well, I think they're hosting. Tech and UL have been surging as of late. Rogers says experience has been the key for the Bulldogs. That's some key, key veterans and some big spots. And I think when you have that, that gives you confidence on the stretch. And for the Cajuns? They've been ultra consistent, and that's what you want to see. The field of 64 will be announced May 30th. I'm David Grubb. Lottery jackpots this weekend. Mega Millions at $70 million. Powerball at $51 million. Lotto at $1,350,000. The Easy Five at $70,000. Dollars And finally, Bernie, a bit mm. of breaking news, a bit of odd news coming oh. out of New Orleans this morning. Okay. If you're on Interstate 10 traveling towards New Orleans, uh, you may want to take an alternate route. I-10 East at Metairie Road or the okay. Metairie Road exit closed because of a sinkhole. Oh, no. Just okay, when we thought weird. New Orleans uh, roads couldn't get any worse, <laughs> Interstate 10 East to Metairie Road closed. According to DOTD, they're classifying it as, quote, an incident. Huh. But according to WDSU-TV and the, and the various, well, actually, this is actually in New Orleans. This is right after you cross into the city of New Orleans. Uh, once you get in and... You get to the City Park Avenue Metairie Road exit, according to the DOTD traffic camera. The exit has a big hole in it. Oh, man. So if you're on I-10, you're okay. But yeah. if you're trying to get off at City Park and uh-huh. Metairie Road, yeah, can you that ain't going to happen. stunned you're going to be if you see that? You're going to be like, what is going on? Well, the only thing I can think is I hope nobody was on that stretch of road when it went under. Uh, yeah, that would be... Um, I don't know if you can come back from that emotionally. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't know. Someone responds to WDSU's tweet saying the entire city is sinking. Well, which is another great point. Yeah. But you just don't want to feel it. You know, you know it's sinking, but do you really want to feel it and or experience it? Well, there's some people who feel it, especially after they've been drinking. They feel like they're sinking with the city. Um, (laughs) Before we hit the break, let's go ahead and take a look at the KPL mailbag. Okay. Because we had a couple pieces that came in yesterday that uh, either came in late or after the show. So we didn't get a chance to get to them. One of them was intended for Lafayette Live, but I think it's a good read and a good reminder for people. And I'm guilty of this myself. Uh, if I can find the email, where did it go? Of course, when you need it, you can't find it. There we go. David Begno checked, and he said, Good morning, Acadiana. There seems to be a trend that motorists now have involving stopping their vehicle with the white stop line underneath or behind yes. instead of staying behind the stop line. Amen. Every a- day of my life, I experience this. I, I feel David. I feel it, David. 
Mm-hmm. This is especially troublesome when the vehicle at fault is waiting in a turn lane, thus mm-hmm. limiting the turning mm-hmm. radius of adjoining traffic trying to pass in front of them. Some hot spots are Pinhook and Cal East, Johnston at South College, South College at Bindell, where there are multiple lanes trying to turn simultaneously. Perhaps LCG traffic could do a limited public awareness campaign by placing some stencil lettering across the white stop line saying stop behind line. Amen. Just, some, just a simple message on the pavement. We already have way too many signs on polls. Have a wonderful day. And David is absolutely mm, correct mm. on that one. And as someone who on occasion has unwittingly violated that principle, oh, me too. my apologies. I Look, I, I'll admit, I, I've, I have messed that up before. And Kenny Smith checked in. Mm. Uh, he wrote in after the show yesterday. He said, Ian, excellent job on the show this morning. As always, thanks to you and Bernie for extending the town hall meeting this morning, referring to yesterday's edition of Lafayette Live. There was plenty of news and it was actually discussed. As I've said before, always look forward to the Thursday show. Uh, so thank you, sir. We do appreciate it. Uh, and the other thing he added, he said, as I've said, I do have to say one thing, but I've never stated before, but I always thought you and Bernie have your act together. I'm glad one person thinks that (laughs) well versed on the subject at hand before you bring it there. You both are such a wonderful job with accuracy. Please accept. uh, Please accept. uh, I think you do yourself and please uh, let Bernie know how much I appreciate the work you both uh, both do. Wishing you safe travels to the game tomorrow and have a nice day today. Sincerely, Kenny. So Kenny Smith checking in, uh, another loyal friend and true of Acadiana's Morning News. We appreciate the kind words. And, hey, that's what we do. As one of our colleagues said yesterday, that's the reason why we have our FCC license to perform that community service. By the way, if you missed Lafayette Live yesterday, uh, as I'm speaking right now, I am uh, going to – the little podcast module uh-huh. and I'm right. uploading it right now. So you'll be able to listen to Lafayette live in just a few minutes. Uh, you'll be able to download yesterday's show and listen to the full audio. The other thing I'm going to do, Bernie, I'm going to pull Lafayette live. Just that part of it. Okay. I think that's put it as a idea. separate, put it as a separate SoundCloud page. And later this morning, we'll do a story on it. That way, if you want to listen just to Lafayette mm-hmm. Live, Love it'll it. be on the website right there. You can listen to it and listen to Mayor President Josh Guillory's response to the court's ruling. Uh, his response, we mentioned the St. Martin Parish filing in federal court now that that case has been moved. It's not much of a response because it's pending litigation, but you can hear that. And the full hour and a half uh, of Lafayette Live from yesterday, we'll have it both on the podcast as well as on the website proper. And a big thank you to Ian for doing that, because today I get to have a little tiny procedure, nothing too exciting, but any prayers would be happily accepted. So, you know, if you do that thing in the morning, midday, you know, that kind of thing, kind of throw me in there if you would. It's a tiny little thing, nothing too exciting, but it'll make me feel a lot better. Hey, that's all that matters. And Ian will be like... Ooh, she looks a lot better. <laughs> as long as you feel better. That's the most important that thing. Is, you are right about that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'd call Ian in the morning. I'd be like, buddy, mm, today's going to be one of those days. And he'd be like, okay, no problem. I got it. So thanks, Biggie. Hey, I got your back, boo. <laughs> it's coming up now on 618 on Acadiana's Morning News. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. 
Some showers and thunderstorms made their way through late last night, arrived a little bit earlier than expected. And that means we'll be clearing out as we go through the rest of the day today or Friday, actually looking okay. Now we've got mostly sunny skies by the time we get to the afternoon. Some clouds this morning, those are going to be breaking up. Highs are going to push their way into the upper 80s. I think we're about 89 degrees today. Evening going to be a little more comfortable, though. We'll be down in the mid-60s, 65, 66 degrees or so for your overnight low. And that will take us into tomorrow. Going to be a hot one tomorrow. Temperatures get up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. That's going to come with partly sunny skies. Moisture starting to rebound as well. Won't be long before the humidity starts to sink back in. From there on out, it is 90s through the rest of the weekend and a solid portion of next week. Going to go into another little dry stretch here over the next several days. For the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, cloudy 66 degrees. Weather brought to you by Life Designed in Louisiana, the shop where you can support local artisans. Whether it is a painting, a sketch, beautiful jewelry, pottery, beautiful t-shirts, everything you can imagine that local artisans do, you're going to find at Life Designed in Louisiana. They're right at 1410 West Penhook Road. This is a great idea for your mom. Super idea for your mom. Get her something beautiful. You're supporting a local business person. You're supporting part of the culture because these are local artisans. Now, this facility, Life Designed in Louisiana, it's a beautiful gallery. It's right at the corner of West Penhook and Marjorie Boulevard. So conveniently located, they're open Wednesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, 1 to 5. And you can shop right from your phone. Designedinla.com. Designedinla.com is where you can go and see them. And let's maybe say... You've got something that is a new creative thing that you have invented. You also should call Life Designed in Louisiana. Show them your new work. They're all about making sure that local artisans get seen. You can call them at 889-3427, 889-3427. Get the gift that mom is going to love, number one. And number two, she's really going to love it because it supports local people. Life Designed in Louisiana at the corner of West Penhook and Marjorie Boulevard. And find them online at lifedesignedinla.com. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. So the only thing going on traffic-wise is over in Karen Crow, and it's a stalled vehicle. It's right on Centennial Drive between the area of Vermont and North University. Again, that's Centennial Drive, a little stalled vehicle. That's on Centennial between Vermont and North University. Traffic being brought to you by the folks over at Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm for life. Ian, are you awake and are you playing air drums? I am awake, but I'm not playing air drums. I slept wrong on my uh, arm last night, so it's a little bit sore. Ow, that sounds not yeah. comfortable. Hey, it's I want to tell you, uh, let me just tell you how dogs uh, like thunderstorms. They don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, bet- I slept. This dog slept through a thunderstorm last <laughs> night. I missed it completely. Well, I'm glad for that, though. That sounds fun, you know? Oh, so, all right. So, yeah, those those dogs were like, hey, uh, yeah, uh, we like you, lady, but we're going to jump all over you. Uh, we don't like the, those sounds. Those sounds really, those suck. Mm-hmm. Every pet owner in Acadiana right now is shaking their head going, yeah, yeah. In fact, a lady uh, friend that, that is a friend of the show, too, 
she said her dog actually ran outside and jumped the fence. Now, luckily, the dog realized, hey, wait a minute. It's scary out here. I'm going back home, so the dog is safe. But, man, dogs don't like thunderstorms. Hold on. Did he jump the fence and then jump back over? How in the world did he get back? So, apparently, he ended up coming around the corner from where the fence area was because they were calling his name. They realized immediately what happened. So, they're like, oh, let's get out there because we've got to find the dog. And the dog is like, ruh row. I don't like rush. And so the dog's like, yeah, I think I'll go back home. This is not fun out here. It's not as yeah. exciting as it as he might have thought it, it would have been, you know? Mm. Yeah, dogs just want to have fun. Yes, but today it'll be sunny. Now it's going to be blazing hot. How about 89 for our afternoon high? <sighs> Too hot. Too hot. Hey, that's why they gave us shorts. <laughs> Are you wearing shorts currently? Tell the truth. Yes, actually I am because I had to go downstairs to get a couple bottles of water for the show. I didn't have any water with me upstairs in the hotel room. Uh, But there's a chance I may be wearing shorts for the broadcast today. They may have us outside. We're trying Ah. to figure out where they're going to put us. So uh, if we are outdoors, it will be shorts indeed today. So... uh, yeah, we're not taking any chances. We're we're in a unique place. We're actually in West Monroe. That's where our hotel is. Mm-hmm. And this may be the most unique hotel that we've been in. It because directly outside the window is a John Deere. Oh. Next door to it is a tractor supply. Okay. <laughs> in between them is a civic center or a community center. Uh-huh. And off to the left of that is KTVE Television, the NBC affiliate for Monroe. Their Doppler radar is right outside the building and right outside my hotel window. So I joked with our folks last night. I said, if we see the Doppler radar rolling down the road, we know it was bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. So uh, you plan to do any farming today? I mean, it's all kind of right there in your hands. Yeah, pretty much. It's about all you can do out here. It's a lot of (laughs) wide open space once you get past the the tractor supply and the John Deere. <laughs> All right. What's the schedule for today? And then what about tomorrow? Tomorrow's a doubleheader. Is that right? Yeah. Tomorrow's a doubleheader. So it'll be a noon start. 11.45 pregame on ESPN Lafayette. Tonight, uh, 5.45 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch. So we'll have a little bit of downtime today. We'll get some stuff on the website, uh, try to go downstairs, go to the gym for a little bit and uh, and blow off some steam. But it's it's going to be pretty loose today in terms of, of scheduling because we're playing at 6 o'clock. Ooh, okay. All right. So not a bad one. All right. Not at all. Very nice. Very nice. It is coming up now on 629. A little bit later on the show, of course, Kayla Morth, Morse, the Rustic Renegade will be here. Kayla Morth? Morth. Mm hmm. It's like Morth. I didn't know you had a lift. Yeah, it's like Morth code today. Mm hmm. You know, sometimes it just decides to pay a visit. (laughs) (laughs) I had a little tiny one when I was a kid. And I also was a stutterer, man. Really? Yeah, for a while. Like three, four-ish, you know, kind of those years. But then eventually it went away. But I don't know. Sometimes when I'm extra tired, I think you can definitely hear it. I think most people who have been listening a long time are like, yep, we hear it. That sounds exactly like it. So probably I'm thinking, you know, some of the the usual crowd is like, oh, yeah, we've heard it. We've heard it. So Caleb Morse is coming up today, the Westick Winnegade. I like how you do that. You sound like the American dream. That's your role. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going for. You knew it. There you go. <laughs> it is coming up now on 720. Don't be funky like a monkey. This show is messed up. All yeah, right. we are messed up. <laughs> it is 629 in the morning. And wow. we've already gone off the rails. Yes. Yes.
Lord help us all! Live and local every day in Acadiana. And the only place you can voice your opinion on your favorite KFL shows. We're your home for news and talk in Acadiana. This is KFL. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit bias. Saturdays, 10 a.m. News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It is 6.32 in the morning, 67 degrees and mostly cloudy in Lafayette. Humidity at 93%. This is going to be a two cans of hairspray kind of day, folks. Slight chance of thunderstorms, patchy fog, and then sunny. High of 89 today. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5. KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. You'll need all that hairspray if you're going to the Brobridge Crawfish Festival. It returns for the first time since 2019. Opens today at 4 o'clock at Park Hardy. Continues through Sunday. Admission tonight, $5. Admission tomorrow, $10. Admission Sunday, $5. By the way, you can buy a weekend pass for $15. You can get those at the gate. And according to festival officials, they will not sell out of those. They'll have unlimited weekend passes so you can enjoy. We mentioned I-10 in New Orleans earlier with that sinkhole forming off the city park exit or the Metairie Road exit. Excuse me. If you're going to Baton Rouge or excuse me, if you're headed anywhere on Interstate 10, whether you're going eastward towards Baton Rouge or maybe you're coming back from the Baton Rouge area towards Lafayette, expect delays near Bro Bridge. Every year during the Crawfish Festival, I-10 backs up at the exit because so many people are trying to get into town to go to the Crawfish Festival. So do keep that in mind if you're traveling I-10 this week and you have to pass through the Bro Bridge area. In St. Landry Parish, the school board is pushing back a vote to close and consolidate some of the district's elementary schools. Vehement opposition from the public forced the board to postpone their vote until June. The plan is to close and consolidate Grand Prairie, Washington, and Palmetto Elementary Schools. This after the public voted down three tax propositions last month. Those propositions would have, uh, would have paid to improve facilities and boosted teacher pay. Right now in Eunice, police are searching for the suspect in a shooting. Xavier Watson is accused of shooting a 14-year-old during an incident on Acadia Street. The victim was taken to the hospital. He's recovering well. Call police if you know where Watson is. A lawsuit against the Diocese of Lafayette may continue. That's according to a state appeals court. A man identified as Sam Doe is suing over alleged sexual abuse committed upon him in the 1960s by a Berwick priest, Stanley Becknow. The diocese argued that Sam Doe took too long to file the suit. The court disagreed. The court says a man is within the three-year window to sue, granted by a new state law. Staying in Lafayette, what was left of the Alfred Mouton statue at the corner of Lee and Jefferson is now gone. The statue itself was removed last year, but the base remained. We've learned that a crew removed that base from in front of the old city hall just a few days ago. In the legislature, the Senate bill banning transgender athletes from playing high school sports is headed to the full house. A committee approved the bill on Thursday. Governor Edwards voted that bill, or excuse me, vetoed that bill last year. Most likely will veto it again if it gets through the full house. 
Speaking of the full house, they've given clearance to a bill that would require third graders to pass a reading test before being promoted to the fourth grade. Jeff Palermo, excuse me, Jeff Palermo has the latest with the bill sponsor, Richard Nelson. Nelson says his legislation is modeled after a similar program in Mississippi that he says has helped improve literacy rates in the Magnolia State. He says research shows third grade is really the best grade to determine if a student is up on his or her reading skills. Holding them back in third grade is really the best because it gives you the most runway to evaluate to catch those change to catch those problems and actually fix them he says the outcome is not good for students who do not read well in the fourth grade large percentage drop out and a large percentage end up in jail so providing literacy help in the third grade is critical i'm jeff palermo we're halfway through the legislative session and with a month to go what's been accomplished what's left to do Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonat says for lawmakers, their primary job was the state's budget. This session is about what do we do with over $3 billion? How do we spend it and how do we invest in our future? Pinsonat's impressed with how well lawmakers have worked with the governor's office on a huge state budget loaded with one-time federal money. They're in total agreement on this, which is kind of unusual. A hot-button issue is the trans-athletes ban that passed last year but was vetoed. Will the governor impose his will on the bill again this year? The majority of people in Louisiana want the legislature to override the governor veto if he does do it the session ends one month from today i'm kevin gallagher in sports the louisiana Ragin cajun softball team opens its series against ulm it was supposed to start last night but mother nature had other ideas game one tonight at six o'clock games two and three tomorrow during a doubleheader 12 o'clock and two o'clock louisiana Ragin cajun's baseball hosts uta this weekend at teague moore field at russo park game one tonight at six game two tomorrow at four game three sunday at one o'clock and as the cajuns reach the home stretch of the season they're jockeying for position not only in the sunbelt tournament but also in the ncaa tournament david grubb takes a look at the postseason race according to projections by d1baseball.com four louisiana teams are on pace to reach the postseason LSU, Louisiana Tech, McNeese, and UL. The Tigers, Bulldogs, and Cowboys could all meet in Baton Rouge in a regional. D1's managing editor, Kendall Rogers, says the Tigers should be hosting for the 27th time in program history. Schedule took up well, I think they're hosting. Tech and UL have been surging as of late. Rogers says experience has been the key for the Bulldogs. That's some key, key veterans and some big spots. And I think when you have that, they give you confidence on the stretch. And for the Cajuns? They've been ultra consistent, and that's what you want to see. The field of 64 will be announced May 30th. I'm David Grubb. Lottery jackpots this weekend are not as big as what we've seen lately, but they're still relatively big. Mega Millions is $70 million tonight. Powerball, $51 million tomorrow. Lotto, $1,350,000 tomorrow. Easy Five at $70,000. And finally, Bernie? Yeah, huh? Uh, here are things you don't necessarily see every day. Okay. So well, we'll go to good. Florida for this one. Oh, let's start in Florida. So we, we had a story about a coyote yesterday. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Someone picking up a baby coyote thinking it was a puppy. Mm-hmm. So a woman was out and about and she saw a coyote running from something. Now, it's nature. A coyote being chased, that's, that's not necessarily circle of life. Odd. The food chain, right? Right. Yeah. But an otter chasing a coyote? Yeah. Kinky. <laughs> the woman was walking uh, in Fern Park <laughs> around 9 o'clock in the morning when she came across some of the local wildlife. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh-huh. the lady, because we live in the digital age, pulled out her phone and began recording. Right. And she saw the coyote running, but uh-huh. she's like, what is following going right on? behind it uh-huh. was a displeased otter. Okay. Now, look. Otters are some little freaks now. I don't know if you know them, but they they mm, they kind of bad to the bone. Well, apparently this one was because this otter was ticked off that the coyote had come too close. <laughs> the otter 
chased the coyote. The coyote ran away. Uh-huh. Uh, the coyote, though, according to this woman, didn't seem nervous about her presence, about the woman's presence nearby. The coyote was more concerned about the otter. Um, according to the woman, the coyote apparently forgot his uh, Acme Dynamite, so he couldn't take care of business <laughs> with the otter. So here's my question. Oh, there are so many questions here. If, go. Road, if Roadrunner beats Coyote. Yes. Is this like rock, Otter wait, beats is Coyote. This, yeah, is this like rock, paper, scissors? Only That's what I'm trying to figure out. Coyote. Is there a food chain surrounding coyotes? Hmm. Road I, chain, I because know. coyotes chase Roadrunners. Mm-hmm. Otters chase coyotes. coyotes. I don't know. What chases an otter? It, what, there's got to be something between the Roadrunner and the otter here. A bear? Maybe. <laughs> Another otter? Maybe. This is out in Seminole <laughs> County, and I'm looking at the video. Oh, let's see. There, oh. There's a coyote in the distance. Yeah, oh, yeah. Whoa, that otter has some speed. Woo-hoo. That was a Barry Sanders-type cutback the otter made, and the coyote <laughs> just jumped out of the way. Oh, man. Now, the coyote uh, begins walking around, gets goes trying to get back to where he was. Now, the otter moves around. Otter stops says, hey, where are you going? Where are you going? The coyote moves. Otter. Backs himself into a corner. Coyote stops. Wait for it. Now the otter retreats slightly. Coyote moves. The coyote's trying to play. In the coyote's defense, it looks like he's trying to play with the new friend. Oh, well, I mean, you know, why wouldn't you? I, I don't know. The otter runs back in the brush. Let's see what happens next. Does the otter come back out? He's just hiding now. Nope, nope. There, there he goes. Now the coyote thinks better of it. Okay. Still looking. Coyote is confused. The coyote is now looking at the woman who's holding the cameras like, that's eh, okay. You can. I don't mind. You're <laughs> good. I don't attack. And now the coyote just gives up. He's like, oh, nobody wants to play with me. Oh, nobody wants bummer. to hang out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the coyote, lo- the coyote looks like he's all alone again, naturally. <laughs> it's a sad state of affairs. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Now, I just made a Gilbert O'Sullivan reference. Please yes. get me out of this. Yes. Okay, it's coming out now on 641, and he's done. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Some showers and thunderstorms made their way through late last night, arrived a little bit earlier than expected. And that means we'll be clearing out as we go through the rest of the day today or Friday. Actually looking okay now. We've got mostly sunny skies by the time we get to the afternoon. Some clouds this morning. Those are going to be breaking up. Highs are going to push their way into the upper 80s. I think we're about 89 degrees today. Evening going to be a little more comfortable, though. We'll be down in the mid-60s, 65, 66 degrees or so for your overnight low. And that will take us into tomorrow. Got to be a hot one tomorrow. Temperatures get up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. That's going to come with partly sunny skies. Moisture starting to rebound as well. Won't be long before the humidity starts to sink back in. From there on out, it is 90s through the rest of the weekend and a solid portion of next week. Going to go into another little dry stretch here over the next several days. For the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And 67 degrees, partly cloudy skies. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Double-checking what's happening with our traffic at this hour. And all clear, no crashes. No breakdowns to report to you. Make sure you buckle up. Yeah, dear John, uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. But when I quit, you quit. Sincerely. 
your heart. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It is coming up now at 645 on Acadiana's Morning News. About a week and a half ago, we shared a story with you. KPL website uh, about uh, a couple whose daughter had died in January. The uh, husband and wife both arrested after uh, the case was presented to the grand jury. The young uh, woman who had the mental health issues apparently dying on that couch after becoming very ill with diseases, feces, etc. Embedded in the sofa where she had had uh, been left Um yeah, you know, taking up that case was the district attorney, Sam DeQuilla. Another interesting case now has presented to been presented to the grand jury yesterday, Ian. Uh, the grand jury is giving a negligent homicide charge, the returning a true bill for American electronic monitoring. Mm-hmm. Also indicting a company employee, Deborah Shirley. And the reason is, there was a man who was wearing an ankle bracelet, had been released on bond, $100,000 bond. This man had this ankle bracelet on, and it's been contended by the West Feliciana Parish District Attorney, uh, Sam DeKilla, that basically this man, that nothing happened. The company that was supposed to track this man did not do it. When and they could see moment to moment to moment where this man was going and was apparently stalking his ex-wife. I remember this story. Yeah, yeah, and it all comes to a culmination. He eventually stalks her, finds her, shoots her, kills himself, and according to court documents, the people who were actually monitoring this ankle bracelet never alerted authorities that the guy was in areas that he wasn't zoned. To be in. I mean, the guy went to a sex shop. He went to all of these different places. Went to a Walmart a couple times. Yeah. Was And was within, I think, 24 hours of the actual shooting. Had gone within 100 yards of absolutely. the ex-wife's home, what, three, yes. four times? Yes, absolutely. Um, so they're calling it kind of a first of its kind for Louisiana. But, you know, even judges in the state are saying it's kind of a patchwork in terms of the ankle monitoring system. We got to do a lot better. This is ridiculous. And the amazing thing is, with some of the bills that we've seen in the legislature this year, some of the cultural Ridiculous. issues that we've seen, uh, where, where some of our politicians are trying to score cheap points, you have this, a story that was big in the headlines. It was either last year or year before. Something that is a necessity for the state to protect mm-hmm. other people from something like this, and nothing is being done about it. Well, and it's billed as, we're going to let people out on bail because we've got these ankle monitors, and they're not going to get anywhere near you and nothing's going to happen to you, and this is going to be over Kate. There's no supervision, apparently. The bail bond agencies and the judges, apparently, there, there's nothing to really look at these private operators, and there's not even any statistics to show whether or not these private operators have ever been held accountable or have ever been punished when they have messed up. I mean, this is this is frightening. So you're thinking, okay, someone's being monitored by an ankle bracelet, uh, they're not going to come after me. Well, guess what? 
I sure as heck would be really upset if I were a victim. And this is some so said level of protection to save me. Uh, We got to do better. This is ridiculous. You would think that at some point, I don't know if there is any way that the governor can jump in on this, find out something that they can do or they're not some sort of executive powers that he would have to have someone review this to figure out that that this is. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievably horrible. And apparently the allegations are the grand jury, you know, gave a true bill to this. So this woman was indicted for failing to contact law enforcement. And this is one where I agree with you. John Bell, whether he himself or through one of his agencies, the Department of Public Service, or Department of Public Safety, pardon me, needs to take some sort of action. And if they can't do it unilaterally, needs to put the political pressure on the legislature Mm -hmm. to get something done immediately. Because one life being lost because of the negligence of an ankle monitoring company is already one life too many that's lost. Mm -hmm. And now the state legislature and all state government officials who have some sort of responsibility in this are now complicit if they know about it, and they do know about it, and aren't doing anything about it. And right now it certainly looks like they're not doing anything about it. The fact that you have a patchwork deal where something Mm -hmm. like this can happen, where someone's making money off the state but not giving the service that the state has requested or that a parish has requested Mm -hmm. that needs to end if you want to be a good steward of state money Mm -hmm. you need to find a way to make sure that we're not being taken advantage of by corporations who just want the money for uh, without providing the service oh well and it is a first of its kind or they're saying it it might be in the sense that the guy who does own the company as i was mentioning before uh van hopkins the owner of this american electronic monitoring company Uh, that this guy has been charged with negligent homicide. And it's not clear whether or not the legislature even understands what does and does not exist in Mm -hmm. terms of of what regulations there may be. This may be something that they're now really only understanding in terms of awareness. But I'm with you. We've got to do something about this because these people who, you know, it's like there's this awful war on women that I just don't understand in all the strides that were made in the 90s, the early 2000s, it's like things have gone in the opposite direction now through lack of oversight. And whoever is responsible for that oversight, victims don't care. You know, I think there's a, a certain level of, of of comfort and protection that a woman or a man, if a man is being stalked by a woman, either way, that you're thinking, OK, my perpetrator has an ankle bracelet on. I have some level of protection to try to live my life until this case goes to court. And that is um, that's a nightmare. And and it, this ultimately was in this particular case. It's it's mind boggling, mm. like you said, that women in this state, women across the United States, let's not fool ourselves, mm-hmm. don't have full protection from their attackers. They don't have seemingly the same protection under the laws Mm -hmm. that men have. If a guy were to get the crap beat out of him, you guarantee somebody's going to jail. But even still, if a woman gets hit, if if there's a domestic situation, there's no guarantee the man's going to go to jail, either because the victim will plead and say, no, don't do it, don't go. Well, they're scared, too. 
they're scared too. You know how hard the beating is, how much worse it is when he gets home? Right. Or, well, that's the other thing. If he does go, that there's no protection for the woman. In Lafayette, Mm -hmm. thankfully, we have some resources here. Yeah. But in other places, those same resources don't exist. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, you still have, wrongly, we still have the mentality where people say, well, what did she do to cause it? What oh, did she do? Yeah. What did she do to, mm-hmm. to start the situation? Got to flip that script, man. Why would somebody beat up anybody else? Why would a woman beat up on her spouse or her live-in? Why would a man beat up on his spouse or a live-in? Put the blame where the blame belongs. You know, put the blame on the perpetrator. It will be interesting to see what happens with this. Uh, Peggy Rayburn was killed. The man then turned the gun on himself. Uh, Deborah Shirley is the indicted company employee. Apparently, everything was tracked moment to moment last fall. Uh, he was, you know, had been arrested for raping uh, his estranged wife. The bond, $100,000, got out with the ankle monitor. But this woman knew this guy was going to Chick-fil-A, a sex shop, going to get some gas at the Sam's, all in these areas where he should not have been. Passing by her house, as you mentioned several times, yet according to the DA here, this woman failed, according to court records, to actually notify law enforcement of boggles the mind. It, it does boggle the mind because he was on house arrest and was only allowed to leave to go to work. Mm-hmm. He never should have been out at Chick-fil-A. At Walmart, never should have been anywhere near. And apparently, because he knew what he was doing, because mm-hmm. he was able to get the bracelet, if I remember yeah, right, he wait. covered it in an aluminum foil. Duct tape. To ki- and duct tape, duct tape to kill the signal. Okay, now in this day and age, what we, we've got to have tremendous oversight to figure this out. We have all this technology, and all it takes is duct tape to disable an ankle monitor. What the hell is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? Seriously, this is what we're depending on. And and this kind of equipment can be disabled with duct tape. Why do we have a contract with a company that an ankle bracelet? Maybe they all work that way because I don't know. I don't know, but considering the fact that anybody can track anyone else, yeah, imagine carries a cell phone. Your daughter, yeah. Imagine this is your daughter, and her attacker gets out on bond. First off, imagine if that's your young daughter. What if you have a you know sixteen year old daughter? I mean, my God, how would you feel about that? That you can disable an ankle monitor with duct tape? Jeez, man, a world of technology, but we have a contract with a company. I, I don't know, man. It, this is just it boggles my mind. Absolutely does. I, I just I don't know. All right, it is coming up now on 656 on Acadiana's Morning News. We've got more to come on the show. Got your Fox Business Report and Fox News. The top of the hour, Ian has headlines coming up. On the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns. And that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. 
Eye care company Bausch & Loam goes public today. The stock launch was priced at $18 a share, weaker than forecast. Business is improving for British Airways parent company International Consolidated Airlines Group. It reported a smaller loss in the recent quarter and expects to be profitable later this year. IAE says it hasn't seen any noticeable effect on travel demand from the war in Ukraine during the period, though the company says in January and February, bookings and cancellations were impacted by the Omicron variant of COVID. Peloton Interactive shares are flat, though the company says it's looking to sell a minority stake in the business to help its turnaround. Peloton was popular with homebound customers exercising at home earlier in the pandemic. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. More Ukrainians escape the hell of war. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. An official in Ukraine says they were able to get almost 500 more civilians out of the bombed-out city of Mariupol. Some finally escaped that steel plant where there's a battle going on with the Russians. For weeks now, an estimated 2,000 Ukrainian Marines, along with innocent civilians and even children, have been holed up in the tunnels beneath the massive Azov-style steel plant as Russia bombs them from above. Now a Ukrainian official is claiming a traitor, an electrician, showed the Russians how to get access to those tunnels and Russians are now storming the plant by foot and with tanks, forcing the Ukrainian Marines to fight back, surrender, or perhaps die. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. There could be another COVID surge coming. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says COVID cases are about to rise as at least three different Omicron subvariants are expected to spread. We're already seeing the impact with a 20% jump in hospital admissions nationwide over the past week. Fox's Jill Nato, there's new fencing up outside the Supreme Court where protests have been loud after a leaked draft opinion showing conservative justices ready to overturn the ruling that legalized abortion. And those protests could follow those justices home. Activists calling for demonstrations outside their houses. Republican Senator John Cornyn tells Fox. This risks violence against members of the Supreme Court and their family. But White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says people have a right to protest peacefully. I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years. In about a half hour, we'll find out how many Americans got hired last month, expected to show about 400,000 jobs created. Economists also predict the unemployment rate might have dipped from March's 3.6%. We'll see how Wall Street reacts. Futures have been down. After yesterday's massive sell-off that wiped out the big gains earlier this week. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. 
It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Rudy Giuliani will be a no-show in Washington today. He's changed his mind and will not be interviewed by the Democrat-led House Committee probing the Capitol riot. Giuliani led President Trump's attempts to overturn the presidential election results in court, claiming there was fraud. He's under a subpoena, so it's possible Giuliani could be held in contempt of Congress like others who refuse to testify. The House's Republican leaders under even more scrutiny for what Kevin McCarthy said right after the riot last year in a series of leaked private conversations. The latest leak divulges a blockbuster. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and an aide discuss unprecedented use of the 25th Amendment to the Constitution to remove a president. McCarthy privately blamed former President Trump for stoking the Capitol riot. McCarthy questioned the wisdom of a second impeachment of the former president, pushing for a, quote, smooth transition between administrations. It's nearly unheard of to have a conversation at such high levels about the 25th Amendment, but legal scholars say it wasn't the right remedy. Members of the 1-6 Committee say the tapes are a treasure trove. That's Fox's Chad Pergram. A death row inmate in Texas is hoping the Supreme Court will save his life. Rodney Reed was sentenced to die for the 1996 murder of Stacey Stites, which he denies. In 2014, he asked to have the murder weapon, a belt, tested for DNA, suggesting it would implicate the dead woman's fiancé. The trial court and a state appeals court both said no. Reed then filed a federal civil rights lawsuit, but the Fifth Circuit Federal Appeals Court ruled it came too late, that it should have been filed when the trial court turned him down. Other appeals courts have held the statute of limitations on federal appeals begins only when the state court appeals have been exhausted. The Supreme Court will decide. Jack Callahan, Fox News. The man accused of attacking comedian Dave Chappelle on stage at the Hollywood Bowl the other night is being charged with misdemeanors, not felonies including battery and possession of a weapon with intent to assault. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 7.09 in the morning. Right now in Lafayette, mostly cloudy, 67 degrees. As the sun comes up, the humidity is up to 97% burning. It is not going to be no, it's sixty seven for the air. No, I said the humidity is up to 97%. Oh, dude, I can tell you right now, like, uh, we feel like we're in a sauna here. It's really kind of weird. I'm not going to so lie. So if you have a Reds membership and you're planning <laughs> to go in the sauna today, you know Don't. what? Just forget it. Just sit outside. Wrap a towel around you. It's the same thing. <sighs> All right. chance of rain today. Uh, full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. High of 87, by the way. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. Let's start in New Orleans. They're celebrating Sinkhole de Mayo. If you have the KPEL News app, you just got the push. I-10 East exit at uh, City Park Avenue is closed because a sinkhole formed overnight. 
Leave it to New Orleans for a sinkhole to form on Interstate 10. Good news is DOTD is there. They're patching the hole. Uh, if you have to go towards New Orleans, you're not going to see any delays in the city itself. Baton Rouge, though, that may be another story. Well, because it's Baton Rouge. Now to Bro Bridge, where the Crawfish Festival returns for the first time since 2019. The last two editions of the Crawfish Festival were canceled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The festival opens at 4 o'clock at Park Hardy, runs through Sunday. Admission tonight, $5. Admission tomorrow, $10. Sunday, admission goes down to $5 again. Weekend passes cost 15 bucks. It'll get you in and out of the festival all weekend long with one ticket. By the way, those are unlimited. You can get them at the gate when you go to the Crawfish Festival. In St. Landry Parish, the school board is pushing back of or pushing back a vote to close and consolidate some of the district's elementary schools. Those schools, Grand Prairie, Washington, and Palmetto. Vehement opposition from the public forced the board to postpone that vote until June. The board is considering shutting down those schools after the public voted against three tax propositions last month. Those propositions would have improved facilities and boosted teacher pay. To Eunice, police are searching for the suspect in a shooting. Xavier Watson is accused of shooting a 14-year-old during an incident on Acadia Street. The victim was taken to the hospital and is recovering well. Call police if you know where Watson is. A lawsuit against the Diocese of Lafayette may continue. That's according to a state appeals court. A man identified as Sam Doe is suing over alleged sexual abuse committed upon him in the 1960s by a Berwick priest. The diocese argues that Doe took too long to file the suit, but the court disagrees. The judges say the man is within the three-year window to sue. That window granted by a new state law. Also in Lafayette, what was left of the Alfred Mouton statue at the corner of Lee and Jefferson is now gone. The statue itself was removed last year, but the base remained. We've learned a crew removed the base from in front of the old city hall just a few days ago. To Baton Rouge, the state Senate banning, uh, the state Senate bill rather banning transgender athletes from playing high school sports is headed to the full house. The committee approved that bill on Thursday. Governor John Bell Edwards vetoed that bill last year. More than likely, will do it again if the house approves it. Speaking of the full house, they've given clearance to Representative Richard Nelson's bill. That bill would require third graders to pass a reading test before being promoted to the fourth grade. Jeff Palermo has the latest. Nelson says his legislation is modeled after a similar program in Mississippi that he says has helped improve literacy rates in the Magnolia State. He says research shows third grade is really the best grade to determine if a student is up on his or her reading skills. Holding them back in third grade is really the best because it gives you the most runway to evaluate, to catch those cha- to catch those problems and actually fix them. He says the outcome is not good for students who do not read well in the fourth grade. Large percentage drop out and a large percentage end up in jail. So providing literacy help in the third grade is critical. I'm Jeff Palermo. We're halfway through the legislative session with one month to go. What's been done? What's left to do? Kevin Gallagher takes a closer look. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonat says for lawmakers, their primary job was the state's budget. This session is about what do we do with over $3 billion? How do we spend it and how do we invest in our future? Pinsonat's impressed with how well lawmakers have worked with the governor's office on a huge state budget loaded with one-time federal money. They're in total agreement on this, which is kind of unusual. A hot-button issue is the trans-athletes ban that passed last year but was vetoed. Will the governor impose his will on the bill again this year? The majority of people in Louisiana want the legislature to override a governor veto if he does do it the session ends one month from today i'm kevin gallagher in sports the louisiana raging cajun softball series opener against ulm postponed last night that's because of those storms that passed through the cajuns and the warhawks open their series tonight at six games two and three played as a doubleheader tomorrow noon and two o'clock louisiana raging cajuns baseball hosts uta over the weekend game one tonight at six o'clock over at teague moore field at russo park game two tomorrow at four game three sunday at one 
And as the Cajuns baseball team reaches the home stretch of the season, they're battling for position not only in the Sunbelt tournament, but also in the NCAA tournament. David Grubb takes a look at the postseason race. According to projections by D1Baseball.com, four Louisiana teams are on pace to reach the postseason. LSU, Louisiana Tech, McNeese, and UL. The Tigers, Bulldogs, and Cowboys could all meet in Baton Rouge in a regional. D1's managing editor, Kendall Rogers, says the Tigers should be hosting for the 27th time in program history. Schedule took up well, and I think they're hosting. Tech and UL have been surging as of late. Rogers says experience has been the key for the Bulldogs. That's some key, key veterans in some big spots. And I think when you have that, they give you confidence on the stretch. And for the Cajuns? They've been ultra consistent, and that's what you want to see. The field of 64 will be announced May 30th. I'm David Grubb. A lot of jackpots this weekend. Mega Millions tonight at $70 million. Powerball tomorrow at $51 million. Lotto tomorrow, $1,350,000. Easy five at seventy. dollars thousand dollars and finally bernie yeah we have some new inductees to the Ooh. video game hall of fame oh why uh the world video game hall of fame in new york every year inducts new members okay. into its hall of fame okay this year's inductees are dance dance revolution oh a newer game but is one that took the world by storm when it came out about, what, 15 or so years ago? Maybe yeah. a little bit longer. Because they have uh, the case cover they show is from the PlayStation 1 version. Okay. I remember Dance Dance Revolution back when, remember when the the mall still had an arcade? Yes. Back when it was still a I actually Aladdin's did that Castle. a couple times. Yeah, actually did it. Uh, I admit it. <laughs> that's how I remember Dance Dance Revolution is from is from Aladdin's Castle. Came out. I, I didn't realize it came out as early as 1998, 1999. It it's been around for a long, long time. Oh. Uh, the the refresh version, uh, which yeah, the when the arcade became tilt, they had the refresh version. But Aladdin's Castle had the original model, which again was 1998. But uh, the video game version apparently for PlayStation 1 was out in the early 2000s, which, again, just proves how old those of us in the video game realm are. Uh, the other inductees, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina oh. of Time yes. gets in. Okay. Sid Meier's Civilization, which, good Lord, that looks like a PC game from the 1980s. Hold on, <laughs> let's see. Sid Meier's Civilization video game series. Uh, yeah, first released in 1991. Uh -huh. So before there was uh, before there was uh, Sims, there was Civilization. Mm -hmm. um, and this this one boggles the mind because this should have been in the video game Hall of Fame long before 2022. In fact, this year, if I'm not mistaken, marks its 40th anniversary. Really. And again, it should have been in the Hall of Fame long before. Yes, indeed. This is the 40th anniversary of this particular video game. Uh, June 13th, 1982 was when it was released. Ms. Pac-Man. <gasps> yes, you know, we love her. Even Caleb is shaking his head. He's like, oh, yeah. And look, Ms. Pac-Man <laughs> is far superior than the original Pac-Man. I, I will die on a hill for that one. Okay, you and I both are going to be there. I don't know if Caleb would go that far. I mean, it, it was really good, but you got to think like, I don't. I probably don't remember it as clearly because uh, I was a little younger. A little younger, you know? yes. 
What Caleb is trying to say is Bernie is an old, old lady. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I grew up with Ms. Pac-Man. I yeah. grew up practically in uh, in the arcades, both in the Northgate and Acadiana Malls. That's My dad, while, before I came along, worked at Land of Oz and Aladdin's Castle. Mm-hmm. Worked four years at one, four in the other. I forget the, I in probably knew him as a youngster. Uh, his his boss and good friend James White for the longest time was the district manager for Bally's and Namco after Namco bought out uh, the program. And then when Namco pulled out of the Lafayette Martin James, market, James retired. Now he's doing well running a bunch of uh, gyms around here. I and that. let me just pause. Just mm-hmm. another reason why Ian is my per- per- personal Google. Yep, there you good go. Good job, Ian. But good here's job. the thing. I grew up in those arcades. When I was old enough to be let alone, I would go to Aladdin's Castle in the mall. Yeah. And Mr. James would work there. He knew me. He's like, hey, how much? How many tokens do you want today? He would just give them to me. Oh. And I would sit on the Ms. Pac-Man game until somebody else would come <laughs> in and want to play. Yeah. And one day I got my high score up. I, I got to like two, three million, and I was proud of myself. Uh-huh. A guy who worked for LUS every day took his lunch break in the mall. No way. And he would go to play Ms. Pac-Man. He would get himself a sandwich either from McDonald's or from uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. If he ate it all. But he would spend the bulk of his lunch break on the Ms. Pac-Man game. He broke my record in 10 minutes. Dude, I don't know who he was, but nice job. I don't know who he was either. But he was in the arcade faithfully every day, went in the back corner to hey. play Ms. Pac-Man, and that's how he spent his lunch break. This is Hollywood, baby. Everybody got to have a dream. <laughs> uh-huh. And his dream was Ms. Pac-Man fever. And boy, let me tell you, he had it. Oh, that is, that's too cool, man. Hey, can I pause for one moment? There's been a, a terrible transgression that I have made this morning. And uh, I, I just, um, I have to out myself, Ian. And, What'd um, you do? Well, let's go to the hoe. I mean, Don Ho, that is. Yes. Uh, Don Ho sent an app chat, and he said, Bernie, I can't believe you didn't give a bell to Ian for Sinkhole de Mayo. You are so right, Don Ho. Ian, many bells to you, my man. Yeah, thank you. The thank you, Don Ho. I appreciate on the Friday. that. Yes, yes. By the way, also in the app chat this morning, Butterbean checks in. Remember the uh, mailback oh, comment we had from this morning yes. about people crossing the stop line that David Begner yes. checked in with? Butterbean checks in. He says people don't pay attention to cars on the road. You really think they're going to pay attention to the words on the road? <laughs> That's a great choice. A great, which, which, great point. And he's absolutely right. And <laughs> Uh, Scott from Plaisance checking in, uh, and I think you responded to him with regards to the oh, ankle yeah. bracelet thing. He's so uh, spot He on. said those people were probably the lowest bidder, uh, and who That's knows? That's a reference to the prob- ankle bracelets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, to it, the ankle bracelets, I, and probably spot on. You know. Yeah, he he probably Ugh. is, and considering the fact that we're in Louisiana, I mean, this company probably played the prices right. Said one dollar, Bob, and they got mm-hmm. the contract. Well, I hate to tell him, but that little man that goes on the yo he fell off the mountain. It's time for us to redo it. And look, I I know that we are not a perfect state. I know no monitoring company is a perfect state. And a gentleman called in the break at the top of the hour, and he said, "Look, Bernie, you got to remember there are probably thousands of cases that did go right." And I had to give that gentleman that point. Although I do worry because there's not really a clear system, according to the West Feliciana Parish District Attorney, as far as the the courts don't have enough information about the ankle monitoring. The DAs don't, apparently, and neither do the bond companies, really. So 
I am not for government expansion, but in this case, when it deals with victims, uh, we got all this technology, maybe we could do a better job. I don't know. Caleb looks like he's itching to jump in. I don't know. I don't even think it's government expansion with it. I think it's accountability, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The military used to tell us that the checker checks the doer does. Okay. So if the checker is going to check, whoever the doer is, whoever's carrying out the action is going to maintain that standard that they're held to. Yeah. Right? So if there's no one to hold someone to the standard, or if there's no standard to be held to, people run amok. And you see that in, in every industry. No one's Because we're humans, yeah. right? No, no industry is perfect. Right. But you always hear about the bad apples. Yeah. You know, You're right. That's at, true, too, Look man. at law enforcement. Our law enforcement in Louisiana, we have a lot of great men and women yeah. out there. But what do we hear about? The yeah. bad apples. That's right. And it's because mm-hmm. you are always judged by your faults and not by your successes. I'm not saying it's right. No, no. I but understand. That's the, same thing with, that's the same thing with this. And if there was a way for us to audit them or see what their accountability is, mm-hmm. obviously a lot of little mistakes led up to a big mistake. That's right. And if you can't, if you can't stop the little mistakes, then mm-hmm. you're doing your business wrong. And I'm going to add one more thing to that, which just popped into my head. And I said... Hmm. One of the reasons I got into leadership Lafayette, I'm like, it's time for a reboot for burn. It's time for a restart. And it's time to see how I can impact change for victims of domestic violence, not just the women. You know, there are an unbelievable amount of men who are battered by their female spouses or partners. And it is something that is very rarely brought to light. So, you know, I can imagine that there might be a lot of women who, much like some of the other telephone lines that are out there, 800 toll-free numbers where people can get counseling or have someone listen to them, I could say to myself, I'd volunteer to work a shift where I could watch someone's ankle bracelet. Well, here's the thing. Chances are you don't have to volunteer for it because... Look at the look at technology. I mean, here we are. We're mm-hmm. talking about uh, you know the video game Hall of Fame mm-hmm. technology. Now, if if a pixel changes on your security camera, it alerts you. Yes, right. So we have to put fail safes in place and use technology to our advantage. Amen, amen. And we got to do a better job. All right. So I, I guess I'm off my soapbox, Ian. It was a good soapbox to stand on. Though. Oh, okay. I just. Yeah, I know. And I do want to thank the gentleman that called in the break because he's right. There are probably so many instances when the technology does work correctly and there are probably great monitoring companies and employees. And I don't mean to to downgrade them in any way. Um, and, I, you know, I asked that gentleman, I said, hey, do you have kids? Do you have a daughter? And he's like, no, he said, I would be outraged, too. He said, but on the bulk of it, perhaps there are some that are really doing a great job. And he was right, too. Um I think this is a story that's going to stick with us. I don't know, between myself, Ian, and Caleb, uh, I think we kind of have, um, I think this is something that we will probably, pardon the pun, continue to monitor. I think we all have a, a, a vested interest in it. All right, it's 725. Ian, are you wrapped up for this segment, Newsy Wise? I- we have two more uh, oh, app chats that just oh, came in. Oh. One was one is from our friend in New Iberia, Joe Kid. Hi, Joe. He sent me a link. He says, "Do you remember this video game uh, from Aladdin's Castle, Ooh. the Sega holographic arcade game?" Oh, uh, I don't Time know. Traveler. I do not remember it, but now that I'm looking at the graphics from it, I want to find it. 
And lastly, the Atomic Blonde, because she knows I'm in a hotel, just sent me a video of how to properly pack when you're leaving the hotel. <laughs> Not your bag, but how to pack up everything in the hotel. I think she's telling me we need furniture for the new place. <laughs> no, at minimum, towels, bruh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This video shows the guy packing the lamps, the mirrors, and everything. Annabelle for dawn. <laughs> Coming up on 726. Your news update brought to you by Home <laughs> Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Clouds are clearing now that the showers and thunderstorms have come to an end. And actually, a little bit of drier air trying to get into Acadiana could make for a fairly nice evening out there. Lows tonight going to be sitting in the mid and upper 60s. Highs today get to about 89 degrees, mostly sunny skies by the late parts of the afternoon. Partly sunny for tomorrow, but we will be hot and back to humid again by the weekend. For the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And 67 degrees, partly cloudy skies. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. No crashes, no breakdowns to report to you. Make sure you buggle up on that. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Coming up now on 732 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you. Ian, it's Friday. How you feeling? Oh, wait. I don't have that button popped in. Hey, Ian, it's Friday. Now I hear you. Hey there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Dude. I heard you through Caleb's microphone. I couldn't <laughs> tell whether or not you were talking to me. Mostly, I'm like, I sit in here and talk to myself. And uh, it's pretty entertaining. Now, when I go to the grocery store and do that, eh, 
very entertaining for the people, you know, putting me in their viral videos. Look, remember, talking to yourself is fine. It's when you answer <laughs> yourself is when you need Wait, to start questioning. It's bad to answer yourself? Oh, wow. who, who's supposed to answer my questions then? <laughs> Make a valid point. <laughs> well, that is the voice of the Rustic Renegade, Caleb Morris. You can find the shop, The Rustic Renegade, at 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Young man, good morning. Good morning. You How know, are so, you? Some days I wonder if you have a cheat sheet with addresses over there or something, because I even forget my own address. Do you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, oh, but yeah. do you see the pained expressions on my face sometimes with my little hamster? I see you going through that Rolodex. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I see yeah. it happening. Yeah. But it's impressive. Uh, well, like, uh, yeah, some days not so much, buddy. It's more like a crash and burn. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the compliment, though. Well, you're welcome. I must be firing on all cylinders today. Oh, the little hamster's leg must be like in a brace or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb Morris joining us. Uh, a lot of different topics. Okay. Uh, this is interesting. What is like, okay, this is great, especially for people who might not think about this and they're listening on KPL and they're like, well, yeah, really, what is the difference? Okay. So, Constitutional carry versus permit carry. So what my understanding might be versus a man who lives and breathes it might be very different. And does it differentiate between states? Is it different? It does. And and so one of the reasons I want to talk about this is in the past, this has been on the docket. You know, it was going through, it was voted on, got to the governor's desk and it was vetoed. Um, I didn't agree with the way it was written. They really haven't changed anything on it, but it's it's going up for vote again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tired of the Second Amendment community just just giving in and conceding, conceding. Mm. I think it's about time that we win something. And even if it's something that I don't agree with 100%, I think we need to win. Uh, but so constitutional carry, the way that this is worded, the way that our, our law is structured that they're looking at, because it hadn't passed yet. Uh, anyone at the age of 21 years old, 21 years old is whenever you can legally buy an, a handgun mm-hmm. uh, from a retailer. Okay, Now, you can be younger than that and own a handgun, but you'd be 21 years old to purchase a handgun. So at 21 years old, you would legally be able to carry it concealed on your person. And that's what they're talking about with a constitutional carry. They were saying that you would be able to... Louisiana, while everyone likes to say we're an open carry state... The only reason that that's, that's even a, a, a thought is because the state doesn't say anything negative about it about or against it. it. Okay. So because it doesn't say it's wrong, you know, people assume that it's right. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. Okay. Different townships, villages, parishes, and cities have their own ordinances because power from the government is disseminated down to the people, right, at the lowest level. So the, par- the cities, villages, townships, they have the most power then the parish, then so forth, okay? So there are some places in Louisiana where you cannot open carry. To be honest with you, there are places, there are, there are cities and towns in Louisiana that, according to the letter of the law, it's illegal to have a firearm in the city limits. Ooh, interesting. So, with constitutional carry, okay, it won't trump that ordinance. The difficulty I have with it is many people, ignorance of the law is not... An excuse, uh, an excuse ever, really. of breaking the law. So they're talking about right now, under the constitutional carry bill that's proposed, mm-hmm. is you would have a video that you have access to. We can go on and see what the majority of the laws are, but not all the laws, because they change quite, quite sure. uh, often. 
under the concealed carry law currently that exists. If you have a Louisiana concealed carry permit, you're 21 years old. You can be 20 whenever you have, you can be 20 when you take the class, but you cannot get that permit until you're 21. You take a nine-hour course, mm-hmm. and we cover the laws, the legalities, where to carry, how to carry, uh, what the law says is use of force, um, personal protection, firearm storage, security, all that kind and of I stuff. And I highly recommend you guys. I've had a couple of the courses before I mm. met you gentlemen. And then um, you guys even stay extra time for people, oh, yeah. which I think is great, too. I learned so much more in that class. Well, and, and we try because it's a lot to put out. I mean, yes. Nine hours is a lot of time, but it's not a lot for yeah. what we're trying to teach. So with that, then then you pay your tax to the government, right, which is the part that no one agrees with. The tax to your government to get your, your permit to carry. Then you can carry in many places that are now were no longer authorized by law, but now have been authorized by law in the concealed carry. So with the current concealed carry permit, you can carry in more places than you can with constitutional carry. Then with the concealed carry permit, you can carry in 38 states, right? So that's 37 states plus Louisiana, your state of residence, 38 total. Constitutional carry, you can carry in one. Think about that. Now, wow. I'm not saying I'm not saying vote against it or anything else. No, no. I'm You're just, just saying, saying hey, know the differences. The, yeah, understand. Because when this eventually passes, I believe the governor is going to try going to try to veto it again. Uh, I do believe that he hasn't changed his stance on this. Um, when this eventually passes, there's a lot of groundwork that has to be done, and there's a lot of people who really want constitutional carry. And Look, if, if they would change the wording of it, I'd be more in support of it. I'm, I'm less in support of it now. I'm not saying that I don't support it. I'm just less in support of it because of a few little hiccups I see with it. But there's a lot of education that has to go along mm-hmm. with it. I would be thrilled if they would bring back like the Eddie Eagle program and that yes. kind of thing and teach it, teach that hunter education all in schools again. Because then they would, they would, people would at least get a basic understanding of what was going on and what the law allows them to do. Uh, and we look at other states that have constitutional carry, mm-hmm. and they've seen a little bit of confusion with it, but th- there's also some changes in, the, in their internal state makeup, right? Okay. Uh, we have the Polyannic Law, so it's a few things that vary with Very, yes. Uh, but it's something that we need to be abreast of because it's, it's going to happen. Eventually, so it'll, it'll come here. We'll have constitutional carry, um, and there's a lot of education that needs to go along with it. To say the least. Speaking of the education part of it, Caleb, and I think that's going to be the big thing should this bill become law, is that there are going to be a ton of people who assume because in Louisiana this bill has passed, I can now go anywhere concealed carry. But as you alluded to a second ago, the fact of the matter is you still have to have the permit for that rep. Uh, Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Thank you. Uh, So what is or how much of an effort will it take to educate the gun carrying populace of this should this bill become law to make sure that no one gets in trouble if they cross state lines? Well, and, and, you know, I'm I'm a fan of them trying to do the video. I think the video that they're trying to do now for it is a a link on the state's page. I think that's a good step forward because that's something they didn't have last time. Uh, what we've noticed in states that do have constitutional carry, Texas and Mississippi, being our neighbors, both have it, right? Um, and there have, now it's up to the officer at this point in time, officer's discretion with it, because these people come over into the state carrying concealed because it's legal in their state without a permit, mm-hmm. and they get here and don't realize they can't carry. So if an officer pulls them over for speeding or if they're printing or, well, you're not even printing because you can't just get stopped for that. Uh, but for speeding or anything else, and they happen to find a concealed firearm, you know, the officer can do their due diligence at that point 
And hopefully they're not out there saying, hey, you know what? You're doing wrong anyway, and we're going to go ahead and get you with illegal carrying of a firearm. Hopefully, officer's discretion, they can say, look, yes, yes, in your state you have constitutional carry. Yes, we understand you're trying to abide by the law, but you have to have some kind of concealed carry permit in order to have it reciproc- have reciprocity to where it's honored in other states. Will that always be the case? No. But I do know of two police officers currently who have, have got people from out of state, did not have a permit, talked to them and realized, look, they weren't trying to just blatantly break the law. Mm-hmm. They were ignorant of the law, the law. And then the officer yeah. took a chance to educate. I think that is huge. I do, in, in my mind. Anything else on this topic we should know of before we move on? No, uh, we, we, we hit that one pretty good. There's a lot of good information with it, and more come out as, as it goes along further. Well, and that is certainly true. Okay, this topic. Californians are running out of handguns. The state will allow them to purchase legally. Okay, what's happening? So in California, they have the registry. Uh, the registry for firearms. Not, not that your firearms have to be registered, but in California they do, not in Louisiana. Uh, but there's a registry of firearms that you can purchase, okay? Okay. So manufacturers have to submit Ew. firearms for testing. Okay. Make, model, color, caliber specific. Okay. So let's say uh, Glock 19, right? Okay. Most popular handgun produced. Uh, Glock 19 Generation 3 was originally submitted to California. It only came in the color black. Okay. That, and that's how it was submitted. So on their roster, Glock 19 Generation 3 in black is legal. If it's not black, it's not legal. No kidding. If it's a generation four or now we're on generation five, it's not legal. And manufacturers don't want to keep submitting and losing sure. money because yeah. they have to submit three of these firearms to California to test and destroy. They never get them back. So California is not trying. They don't want, manufacturers don't want to submit firearms to update their list. And California is making it harder to update the list. So what we're noticing is more and more firearms are being purchased illegally in California because they're, they're being huh? smuggled in. Uh-huh. You're having more and more people arrested over ignorance of the law because they had a black Glock 19, then they coated it flat dark earth, and now it's not legal because they painted the firearm. So that roster is getting smaller and smaller. So yeah. what they're seeing is firearms in other states that have a lower resale value. Mm-hmm. If they're on the roster in California, they have a much higher resale value. That is so fascinating. It, it's, and, a, and it's a weird conundrum that they is. have produced on their own, and they're not doing anything to fix it, and their citizens are getting very upset. Well, I would imagine that they probably would. And I'm sure the criminals, you know, I'm sure they are really, you know, abiding by all oh, of yeah, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, literally the best trigger ever made, question mark. This, this is something pretty cool. Um, we, do, we do a good bit of stuff with this company called Q. Right? Okay. If you're a James Bond fan, you've heard of Q. Before, yes. Right? And that's where the name comes from. Um, <laughs> I love it. So they make AR-15s. They make bolt-action rifles and a few others. We talked about the Fix a while back, which is one of their rifles. Well, they just came out with their trigger is called literally the best trigger ever. <laughs> love that, the marketing. That's the name of their trigger. Um, our distributor came by and brought us three or four triggers about a week ago. Uh-huh. And he's like, you have to touch this. This is literally the best trigger ever. And I'm like, look, man, I'm, I'm not buying it. And like, what's it called? He goes, literally the best What's trigger ever. We went around and around. I installed it in one of the guns for an AR-15. And? It's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I look at, we've already taken one of them apart because I, I like to figure out and reverse well, engineer. Sure. And 
It's about 50% of the same construction of a regular regular AR-15 trigger. Okay. But then it's got a cam hinge in it and a few little things. The reset. So poundage is one thing. Poundage is where that trigger breaks, right? Yeah. So you have the slack you take up, the wall that it hits, and then about four and a half to five and a half pounds of pressure to release the firing pin, okay? And then the reset normally is about a, about a quarter inch, depending on what gun you're shooting. This one is about a sixteenth of an inch. Ooh. So when you're letting pressure off, it's right there. So are you going to, like, out loud say literally the best trigger ever made? This is the, literally the best trigger <laughs> for an AR-15 that I have ever put my hands on. It, uh, marketing got me, and it's right. <laughs> Ian? Now, Caleb, I want to ask you something. Gunny from West Baton Rouge is texting me something that reminded me uh, about what happened downtown last week. Specifically, he sent me a picture of... Uh, the state law regarding possession of a firearm on premises of alcoholic uh, beverage oh, yeah. outlets. We were yep. thinking about that, yeah. And then he also sent me illegal carrying of a firearm at a parade with any firearm used in connection of commission of a crime of violence. And also the fire uh, firearm-free zone uh, with regards to notice of signs and penalties thereof. So the first one reminded me of what happened in downtown Lafayette this past weekend. And I know we've done a lot of discussion about it, but what's your perspective on what happened there and what can be done in terms of the public safety aspect from from police to justice as individuals to prevent something like that from happening again? So it's really difficult to control exactly where people bring everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, short of putting metal detectors everywhere and metal detectors are really good visual deterrent. There's a way to defeat everything. Right. Um, Just waiting outside. So, yeah, so there's, you're never going to have a foolproof plan for it. And a lot of the laws that are on the books are there for reaction. You know, they're not a proactive law. It's there for secondary, tertiary, uh, things like that. Um, there's, there's no easy fix for it, especially when you're looking at festivals and everything else that's going on. You want people to enjoy themselves, but you also don't want them to make them feel like they're in a prison while they're trying to enjoy the, their lives. Um, People are going to break the law regardless of what the law is and what we do beforehand. There's, there's no easy fix. And with the law, when it comes to care, illegal carrying a firearm at a parade or at an event, the permitted event, that kind of thing, um, there's a lot of, not, I don't want to say gray area, but there's a lot of misconception with that. Okay. So let's say if I'm at, we'll, we'll use a parade, right? Okay. Or, or downtown a lot. So if you're part of the, the governing body that got the permit, mm -hmm. you cannot carry a firearm at that event. You cannot carry it. If you're an attendee, if you're an attendee and there are no, there's no placarding, no signs or anything else, your rights for self-protection don't stop because you're at an event. Okay. Okay. Now, if you use that firearm with ill will, at that point in time, it's illegal carrying a firearm. But if you have it on you to, for personal defense or defense of others, uh -huh. and you never use it or do anything with it, you're not breaking the law. Wow. Now, this is something that I've talked to the DA's office about. I've, I've gone up and talked to representatives about. I've talked to the state police about the concealed handgun unit. I've talked to all these. And this is the consensus that I've gotten after many, many conversations. The law doesn't even tell you that. Wow. This, this is me trying to sit down and figure it figure out. It so out. It's, yeah. it's difficult. It's very difficult because the law is not black and white when it comes to who can carry and who can't carry at permanent events. And you, you talk to a lot of different police chiefs or, or sheriffs or different officers, and they'll tell you, well, no, you can't carry at a parade. 
But yet, when you sit down and dig into the law, if you're not part of the permitted group, you can carry. God, I never thought about that, nor had I ever. I don't know if I, I would have immediately thought. I just wouldn't carry concealed to that event. Right. And that's what and most that goes. Do. And that goes to something else, though, and, I, and we talk all the time about keeping your head on a swivel, about if you're out and about, being mm-hmm. aware of your surroundings. But if you are carrying, whether open or concealed, you need to be aware of where you are so you're not violating the law, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Unintentionally, mm-hmm. yeah. Good point. Good and point. So on the third topic that you said, the placarding, right? Louisiana yeah. doesn't have a placarding law for firearm-free zones. We don't have a placarding law that says the placard has to be this big, this color, and mm-hmm. done this way. It can just be a placard. I see it out of outside of the yeah. mall I go to. A lot of places, the mall the and all that, the mall, yeah. uh, Whole Foods and all the others, they have little mm-hmm. tiny stickers that say, like, firearm-free zones. And normally right. they got a picture of, like, a Smith & Wesson revolver mm-hmm. or a Beretta. I don't carry a Smith & Wesson or a Beretta, so I'm fine to carry there, right? Uh, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. He, yeah, he's but just joking, people. <laughs> the, in Texas, uh-huh. the the sign has to be displayed certain colors, a certain size, and certain locations of the building. And if, they, if it's an alcohol, uh, a place that sells alcohol, alcohol. for consumption, yeah. you'll see a sign that says 51%. 51% of their profit comes from alcohol sales. You can't carry a firearm there. Right. Louisiana, I think it's a Class B liquor license. Uh, I'm, I, bet, I might be wrong. It was one of the different classes. Uh, okay. And you don't know that because they don't have that posted it's on the on outside the... of the building. Ah. So... It's really difficult. And in, in Louisiana, if you get caught carrying a firearm in a firearm-free zone that's not designated by law, mm-hmm, okay? mm-hmm. What designated by law would be like a school or a mm-hmm. federal building, that kind of thing. And even now, the law has changed on carrying a firearm on school grounds too, by the way. But let's say you're carrying um, at, at Whole Foods, right? I know that they're, they're a firearm-free zone. If you get caught carrying a firearm there, I mean, the worst thing you get hit with is criminal trespassing. Really? Wow. Because it's not a law. They, you can, anyone can denote any area at any time a firearm-free zone under Louisiana law. The regulation for it doesn't exist. God, that's fascinating. Well, I never, I, I, of course, I mean, you being in this industry, you would think about that. But for myself as a concealed carry permit holder, I'm going to see that and I'm just not going to bring my, mm-hmm. my weapon in, right? But boy, okay. I think I have some homework to do, Caleb. It's a lot. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. to say the least. Okay, well, Caleb Morse, the Rustic Renegade, is here. His shop of the same name, the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. I remembered it twice today. And that one was like <laughs> fluid. You did perfect. Woo! Uh, did I get a gold star today? Have I had a gold star to yes, give you? Yes, you do. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So Ian's going to give me one symbolically over the airwaves. And Caleb, by the way, Gunny uh, out of Port Allen also giving you a gold star. He says you explained <laughs> that very well. So thank you. And thank you. that is why we I have tried. him here. He's the man. It is coming up now at 7.52. Hey, Caleb, thank you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy y'all's weekend. We might have some good weather. Yeah, we might. It's going to be a little sticky hot, though. Yeah. I'm just saying, maybe some gold on everybody. (laughs) News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Depend on it. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? 
Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Maria Bartiromo, and this is the Fox Report. Walls reacting today to the monthly employment report. Employer giant Adidas says lockdowns in greater China will not have a continuing impact on its business, and it sees demand bouncing back. Adidas CEO Casper Rorstedt is standing by the company's long-term forecast, saying a sudden recovery in China is unlikely, but he's pretty strong growth in the future. He also says the war in Ukraine is not having a negative impact on consumers' willingness to buy. Food delivery company DoorDash says its business is still growing. Total orders rose to in the first quarter of the year. The company says merchants continue to see DoorDash as a way to get sales, even though people are going into restaurants now. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosova, invested in you. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 99898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 9898. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. In the Ohio primaries this week, about twice as many Republicans voted than Democrats. And that's not only in Ohio, but in Texas, where during their primary elections in March, twice as many Republicans voted as Democrats. In short, voter turnout is way up for Republicans and way down for Democrats all across the country. And this is a scant year or so since Joe Biden supposedly received more votes than any other presidential candidate in history. Look, I'm telling you, history will remember this president and this Congress as the ones who killed the Democrat Party. When even Democrats aren't excited about voting for Democrats, you know they're in trouble. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Farr. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A lot more Americans got hired in April. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Even more than expected, but no change in the unemployment rate. Fox's Lillian Wu has the Just Out report live. Dave, job growth last month was still strong despite inflation and the war in Ukraine. 428,000 people found work in April. That's the 12th consecutive month of 400,000 plus jobs created and slightly above expectations. The unemployment rate still low at 3.6%. Sector seeing the strongest gains, leisure and hospitality, manufacturing, transportation and warehousing, and professional businesses and services. Dave? Well, you know, Wall Street stock futures are down the day of the Dow. Nose dived 1,000 plus points in a massive sell-off, erasing the big gains from earlier in the week. It may soon cost us more and more to mail stuff and ship things at the post office. Get used to uncomfortable postage rate hikes in the coming years. That's the word from Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. In remarks to the Postal Service Board of Governors yesterday, DeJoy said it's part of the plan to make the 
Postal Service self-sufficient. Fox is telling you, Jay Powers, a stamp now costs 58 cents. The next proposed hike is to 60. The CDC says expect a rise in COVID cases again, with three new Omicron subvariants spreading and hospitalizations up 20% this week. One of the COVID vaccines is falling further out of favor. Fox's Gernal Scott. The Food and Drug Administration is now restricting the J&J shot to those who specifically requested or those who cannot receive Pfizer or Moderna's offering. The J&J shot carries a rare blood clot risk. There are reports of fierce fighting at that steel plant that nearly destroyed Ukrainian city of Mariupol. Russians now inside. A Ukrainian commander is pleading for the evacuation of civilians and wounded fighters who he says are dying in agony because of lack of proper treatment. I appeal to the world community to evacuate the civilians. The Kremlin denies troops are storming the plant. That's Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Conservative Supreme Court justices could face protests beyond the court where new fencing is in place after the leaked draft opinion showing them ready to overturn the ruling that legalized abortion in favor of states restricting it. Activists may protest outside the justices' homes. Fox's Peter Ducey asked White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. These activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Now, the president will hit the road later this morning going to Ohio. United Performance Metals outside of Cincinnati will host President Biden. The manufacturing plant makes metals and alloys. It's a visit for the president to push for more domestic production to solve supply chain shortages. Fox's Jared Halpern, the president's trip the morning after First Lady Jill Biden left the country. The First Lady's visiting Romania and Slovakia, two countries that border Ukraine. Just before takeoff, she thanked reporters for joining her on the trip and said, It's so important to the president and to me that the Ukrainian people know that we stand with them. The White House says she'll meet with U.S. service members in Romania as well as aid workers and educators who are helping teach displaced Ukrainian children. By Mother's Day Sunday, she's expected in Slovakia, which the U.N. says has taken in nearly 400,000 Ukrainian refugees. There, she's expected to meet displaced Ukrainians, as well as families who have been taking them in. Jill Nato, Fox News. They're back on Earth. That's a happy SpaceX control room after midnight on NASA TV when four astronauts splashed into the Gulf off the Florida coast after a six-month trip to the International Space Station. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. 
your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 809, 70 degrees with the clouds clearing across Acadiana. Humidity still at 90%. If you're in need of a sauna, don't go to Reds. Just step outside. That's the kind of day it's going to be. High of 89 as the humidity continues to rise throughout the day. Full look at the forecast in just a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPL, I'm Ian Ozan. In Bro Bridge, the Crawfish Festival returns. It's the first time since 2019 the festival will take place. Opens at 4 o'clock at Park Hardy. Runs all the way through Sunday. In St. Landry Parish, talks of consolidating three North Central schools postponed until June. The board is considering closing and consolidating Grand Prairie, Washington, and Palmetto Elementary Schools. Last night, vehement public opposition forced the board to postpone a vote on any consolidation until June. The board wants to make the move because three tax propositions failed last month. Those propositions would have paid to improve facilities and boost teacher pay. Right now in Eunice, police are searching for the suspect in a shooting. Xavier Watson is accused of shooting a 14-year-old on Acadia Street. The victim is doing well. Call police if you know where Watson is. In the legislature, the Senate bill banning transgender athletes from playing high school sports is headed to the full House. A committee approved the bill on Thursday. Governor Edwards is expected to veto the bill again this year. Meanwhile, the full House has given clearance to a bill that would require third graders to pass a reading test before being promoted to the fourth grade. According to its sponsor, Representative Richard Nelson of the North Shore area, this would help keep kids on pace for graduation. Also, would help them keep them out of trouble. The bill is based on Missouri legislation. However, there's nothing to address the fact that phonics is no longer taught in elementary schools. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team taking on ULM this weekend. Game one was supposed to be last night, postponed till tomorrow. Game one is now actually tonight at 6 o'clock. The two games left will be played as a doubleheader tomorrow, noon and 2 o'clock. Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball hosts UTA for a three-game series this weekend. Game one, game one tonight at 6, game two tomorrow at 4, game three Sunday at 1 o'clock. Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $70 million. Powerball tomorrow at $51 million. Lotto at $1 million. $350,000. It's 8-12. Eddie Longlinay with Vermillion Crime Stoppers next. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. The showers and thunderstorms from last night have cleared out. We got a beautiful round of rainfall overnight. Now we do get to clear out in time for the weekend. I think we'll see skies clearing as we go through the day today and mostly sunny by the afternoon. Highs are going to get to about 89 degrees. Winds are going to be coming from the northwest at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be sitting in the mid to upper 60s. We're back to hot and humid again over the weekend. Temperatures back in the 90s by tomorrow afternoon. For the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5. K-Pel. Right now, partly cloudy skies, 67 degrees. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Got a fender bender. Cameron Street at South Washington. That's Cameron Street at South Washington. Got a little fender bender in Scott. DeLome at Alfred. That's DeLome at Alfred. Make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there. It's coming up now on 815 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you this morning. Ian, uh, I know that uh, the uh, the Atomic Blonde sent you a viral video of 
how to uh, pack when leaving the hotel room? Were you able to get a lamp in your suitcase? Uh, no, I have so much <laughs> crap in my suitcase, I can't get anything else in it. Okay, thanks, because I'm, I'm thinking maybe that might have gotten you in trouble. Glad no, you no, didn't I do don't that. want anything charged to the hotel room any more than, <laughs> than what already is. <laughs> he was raiding that mini bar. That's what oh, he's yeah. seen. <laughs> saying secretly. Mm, one scotch, one bourbon, one beer. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. One scotch, one bourbon, one beer. And he ate the honey roasted peanuts, I'll bet. Yes, you can put that in your suitcase. <laughs> yeah, you can. You're right. <laughs> Eddie Longlinay with Crime Stoppers of Vermilion Joy. Joining us in studio. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Oh, well, uh, Ian woke up. I woke up. That was good. Um, Okay, so this week, what are we looking at in terms of what y'all are trying to spotlight this week? Well, this week, uh, about five years ago, we probably would have never talked about this. (laughs) It's a little little odd, a little different. And actually, the second time we, we bring up something like this. First time it was at a lumber yard, so now you know where I'm going. Okay. So detectives are uh, from Vermillion Parish Sheriff's Office. They work in a theft that occurred between April 4th and April 19th when unknown suspects uh, stole approximately 83 sheets of 7 16th, 4 inch, 4, four foot by 8 foot OSB sheathing, which is uh, plywood. Oh, so, that's so, a lot, though. And yeah, and and it and that's this happened on the north side of uh, Vermilion Parish, right near the Lafayette Parish uh, border. Okay. And the uh, approximate value is four thousand five hundred thirteen dollars and fifty four cents. Like I said a few years ago, it, it wouldn't have been near that amount, but now that it's a hot commodity, you know. Jeez. And so, uh, and, and and I'm sure you know a lot of people are building houses, and you know, you just need to you know take take caution on these incidents happening now because uh, it's not just happening in the main parish. It's happening all over. So I encourage everybody to, uh, and, and I know it's hard when you're building a house because everything is so open, but try to keep it as secured as you can. And look, uh, maybe get some, uh, some cameras, you know, uh, mm-hmm. early on, you can eventually get some cameras, but uh, you know, they have these gaming cameras you can get and set up. You know, uh, a license plate and a, and a photo of somebody is, is worth a lot. Very so, uh, helpful, isn't yeah, it? Yes. So did this happen at a, at a home site or this was at a business or? Yes, it was It was somebody that was uh, building a home. So, yeah, so That's even worse. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, no, no theft is nice, but can you imagine how mad you would be? Yes. It's delaying your home, like building as well. Yes. Oh. And look, when I was, uh, I, I built a home years ago, and my mm-hmm. wife can attest it was years ago, but uh, when we built, uh, I actually had some things, items stolen from me. Oh. It was power tools. And, what? you know, when people say it, it made me sick, it, it literally made me sick. I mean, to my stomach. That yeah. Just knowing somebody was, was in your domain, in your area, in your circle, you know, when they weren't supposed to be and taking your items, it, uh, it really hurts. So I, I understand the pain uh, people go through. Because I experienced it myself. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, try your best. And, and at that point, I didn't have doors or windows on my house yet. And instead of, you know, I was lazy. Instead of putting the tools in my, my truck and, and yeah. keeping them with me, I, I kept them in the house, you know, to make it more convenient. But that more convenient really, you know, it hurt was me. Yeah. super convenient to the people <laughs> who wanted it. Yes, it was. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, y'all, please take a look at this. We're going to post about it later, too. And you know, if you're if it was your house, you'd want somebody to share it. Yes, and and look, the, this plywood, if it's still all together, they, uh, the edges were painted blue, and it had uh, three white stripes on it. So ah. if you see anybody that uh, happened to get. 
plywood with you know that description or it's laying around their house or somebody's building a home or or you know you see something like that please report it and uh sometimes it's it can't can't wait to be reported call 911 but if it can wait and if you want to remain anonymous you know if you can uh, call for me and parish crime stoppers at 740 tips or download and log on to the p3 app yeah, make you some money. Yeah, make you a few of dollars off yeah, of it. Yeah, that'd be nice, you know. Uh, if you see that, you can certainly do it. And the anonymous part is the best part. Yep, absolutely. Nobody ever has to know that you're the one that, that's tipping. You make off with uh, some nice cash and you do a good deed. That's exactly right. So, and and nice. again, if, if, if uh, you know, if, if an incident happened to you or your family, you'd want someone to come forward. So if you are that someone, we're encouraging you to come forward. Yeah. You know, you're like, hey, Uncle Billy suddenly has all this plywood. He's uh, putting up a man cave in the back. What's going on? And uh, make you a little bit of money. You're doing a good deed for that poor homeowner. I would be so mad, too, not only the loss of the materials, but yeah. now it's going to take me longer to build my house. Exactly. And it's hard to get these materials, oh. you know, they, they, yeah. you know, so... We hope somebody comes forward with this and help the homeowner. Yes. Okay, so um, are you going to be pretty busy tomorrow, huh? I'm going to be busy, but I have okay. a few things. Uh, first of all, I want to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's yeah. Day. That's coming yeah. up on uh, Sunday. So uh, a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And also, uh, let me see, we have a lot of D.A.R.E. graduations going on uh, cool. this next week. So we uh, congratulate the fifth graders going through D.A.R.E. And uh, Saturday, uh, Abbeville Rotary is having a cornhole tournament oh, yeah. uh, in Abbeville. I forgot that was so, coming up. Yeah, yeah. So if y'all want to do a cornhole tournament, yeah. head to Abbeville and, and get with them. Uh, the Vermilion Reach, uh, you had uh, Mr. New Darby here mm-hmm. last week. Uh, he's having uh, a Mother's Day makeover. And again, they're going to the nursing homes and they're going to be doing... You know, the, the mother's hair and, and their nails. So, uh, New has a, a, a pretty good thing going. And, he does. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we befriended him. Yeah. And I'm glad I was able to bring him last week and you can see what I see. Absolutely. This guy is amazing. If y'all hear him and something he's doing, y'all need to jump on that because it's going to be something great that he's doing in the community. Yep. Such a nice guy. Yep. Very much. I, t- I can tell you he's inspired me. And, you know, it, it's just kind of the idea of getting, you know, with someone who just, Maybe lonely, an older person that may need a friend. Yeah, a lot of these people, when we we went with New uh, for the Easter basket uh, thing to the nursing homes, these people, a lot of times, they they don't have visitors. Yeah. uh, You know, and and it's sad, but, you know, and and it's understandable. A lot of people have a lot going on. uh, But I encourage you, if you have a little bit of time, you don't have to know these people. You you just go and have a conversation. They're, They're happy to share their experience with you. And they are knowledgeable. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they live the long life and the, they can share things that maybe we didn't know. That's absolutely right. And it doesn't even matter. Life skills, you know, um, it could be funny stories. You don't know what you might oh, learn. You might pick just up by a listening. few jokes. Yeah. That's right. A, a few good <laughs> jokes. Um, anything else we should know about in Vermilion Parish that you kind of got on the top of your mind? That's pretty much it uh, okay. for this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to be a good one. And yes. Happy Mother's Day to everybody out there, especially if the dads have to do the Mother's Day job, too. Yes. That's kind of a tough one out there, too. Eddie Longlone from Crime Stoppers of Vermilion, thanks for coming in to visit us again. Thank you, and have a great weekend. You too, you too sir. Eddie.
It's 823 on Acadiana's Morning News. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello, welcome to Moon Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It is 8.31 in the morning. The storms have passed for Acadiana, but still some storms offshore. And in fact, right now, some storms generating in the southeastern part of the state. But for uh, for Acadiana, 70 degrees right now. It's awfully humid outside. It'll stay humid today. High around 89. Heat indices in the 90s. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Bro Bridge, where the Crawfish Festival returns for the first time since 2019. The last two editions of the Crawfish Festival were canceled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The festival opens at 4 o'clock this afternoon at Park Hardy, and it runs through Sunday. Admission tonight and on Sunday is $5. Admission tomorrow, $10. You can get a weekend pass. It gets you admission to all three days for $15. Those passes are unlimited. You can buy them at the gate. In St. Landry Parish, the school board is pushing back on a vote to close and consolidate some of the district's elementary schools. Vehement opposition from the public forced the board to postpone that vote until June. The board is considering closing and consolidating Grand Prairie, Washington, and Palmetto Elementary Schools. This after the public voted down three tax propositions that would have improved facilities and boosted teacher pay. In Eunice, police are searching for the suspect in a shooting. Xavier Watson is accused of wounding a 14-year-old during an incident on Acadia Street. The victim was taken to the hospital and is recovering well. Call police if you know where Watson is. Back in Lafayette, what's left of the Alfred Mouton statue at the corner of Lee and Jefferson Streets is now gone. The statue itself was removed last year, but the base remained until a few days ago. A crew removed the base from in front of the old city hall this week. In the legislature, the Senate bill banning transgender athletes from playing high school sports is headed to the full House. A committee approved the bill on Thursday. Governor Edwards vetoed that bill last year and most likely will do so again this year. The full House is given clearance to a bill that would require third graders to pass a reading test before being promoted to the fourth grade. That bill, authored by Representative Richard Nelson, is based on a Mississippi law. Jeff Palermo has the latest on that bill. Nelson says his legislation is modeled after a similar program in Mississippi that he says has helped improve literacy rates in the Magnolia State. He says research shows third grade is really the best grade to determine if a student is up on his or her reading skills. Holding them back in third grade is really the best because it gives you the most runway to evaluate, to catch those cha- to catch those problems and actually fix them. He says the outcome is not good for students who do not read well in the fourth grade. Large percentage drop out and a large percentage end up in jail. So providing literacy help in the third grade is critical. I'm Jeff Palermo. Meanwhile, we're halfway through the legislative session. One month down, one month to go. What's been done? What's not been done yet? Kevin Gallagher takes a look. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonat says for lawmakers, their primary job was the state's budget. This session is about what do we do with over $3 billion? How do we spend it and how do we invest in our future? Pinsonat's impressed with how well lawmakers have worked with the governor's office on a huge state budget loaded with one-time federal money. They're in total agreement on this, which is kind of unusual. A hot-button issue is the trans-athletes ban that passed last year but was vetoed. Will the governor impose his will on the bill again this year? The majority of people in Louisiana want the legislature to override uh, Governor Evans veto if he does do it. The session ends one month from today. I'm Kevin Gallagher. 
in sports. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team takes on ULM this weekend. Game one was supposed to be last night, postponed because of the heavy weather. Game one today at 6 o'clock. Games two and three tomorrow during a doubleheader, noon and 2 o'clock. Cajuns baseball hosts UTA this weekend at Teague Moore Field at Russo Park. Game one tonight at six. Game two tomorrow at four. Game three Sunday at one. The Cajuns in the home stretch of the season. They're jockeying for position in the Sunbelt Tournament as well as for a spot in the NCAA Tournament. David Grubb looks at the postseason race. According to projections by D1Baseball.com, four Louisiana teams are on pace to reach the postseason. LSU, Louisiana Tech, McNeese, and UL. The Tigers, Bulldogs, and Cowboys could all meet in Baton Rouge in a regional. D1's managing editor, Kendall Rogers, says the Tigers should be hosting for the 27th time in program history. Schedule took up well, I think they're hosting. Tech and UL have been surging as of late. Rogers says experience has been the key for the Bulldogs. That's some key, key veterans and some big spots. And I think when you have that, they give you confidence on the stretch. And for the Cajuns? They've been ultra consistent, and that's what you want to see. The field of 64 will be announced May 30th. I'm David Grubb. Louisiana Lottery jackpots up for grabs this weekend. Mega Millions tonight, $70 million. Powerball, $51 million. Lotto, $1.35 million. And the Easy Five at $70,000. By the way, Powerball, Lotto, Easy Five tomorrow. Mega Millions is tonight. And finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. Let's see. We did the Coyote the last time, right? We did the Video <laughs> Game Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, this one from the William Shatner Files. Oh. It's on the wing. What? Authorities say they arrested a passenger at Chicago O'Hare International Airport after he opened the emergency exit on a flight that had just landed and walked onto the wing. Whoa. The man was on a flight, the United Airlines flight that had just arrived at O'Hare from San Diego. And apparently the man was anxious to get off the plane. It was taxing to the gate just before dawn Thursday morning when he left his seat, opened the emergency door, walked on the wing, and then slid down to the tarmac below. Okay. Do Is there any what was going on? What was... Do we know anything else? Uh, we don't know if the man was drunk or just impatient. Okay. But he is in custody. We okay. do know that. It did not interrupt <laughs> any operations at the airport. Oh, now, by the way... Good. This comes after another incident, just weeks after another incident um, at Chicago's Midway Airport. Uh, the man was not a passenger. He climbed onto the wing of an airplane at Midway while naked. Well, I mean, you know, you got to have fun, right? I... <laughs> yeah, but this man was naked because while trying to get to the tarmac, he got caught in some barbed wire oh. and had to disrobe to free himself to get Ow. to the plane. Yeah, I'm going to make that flight one way or another. (laughs) Yeah, well, all I can say is I hope that he didn't get caught below the waist because that would have been an awfully close shave. Uh, Yeah, and five blades ain't going to help that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, not at all. Not unless you're trying to sing soprano. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) Oh, thanks for sharing. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Some showers and thunderstorms made their way through late last night, arrived a little bit earlier than expected. And that means we'll be clearing out as we go through the rest of the day today or Friday, actually looking okay. Now we've got mostly sunny skies by the time we get to the afternoon. Some clouds this morning, those are going to be breaking up. Highs are going to push their way into the upper 80s. I think we're about 89 degrees today. Evening going to be a little more comfortable, though. We'll be down in the mid-60s, 65, 66 degrees or so for your overnight low. And that will take us into tomorrow. Going to be a hot one tomorrow. 
tomorrow. Temperatures get up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. That's going to come with partly sunny skies. Moisture starting to rebound as well. Won't be long before the humidity starts to sink back in. From there on out, it is 90s through the rest of the weekend and a solid portion of next week. Going to go into another little dry stretch here over the next several days. For the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Uh, one of our listeners uh, would like to know, is that considered a good wingman? That's hey! Hey! And a bell for that. Give uh, give that uh, listener a bell for me, too. Yes, yes, they get an extra one. That's right. <laughs> In case you missed it, because I'm seeing another notification come through about it, uh, New Orleans celebrating Sinkhole de Mayo. But the sinkhole <laughs> forming at, off an exit on I-10 as you get into the city. Traffic's not backed up, though. That's the good news. You know what else is not backed up? What's the that? The NBA playoffs. They are going on right now. And... DraftKings Sportsbook giving you an opportunity to win big, big money with NBA playoff action. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And this week, new customers can bet $5 on any team and win $150 in free bets if they do. How do you do that? Code word Pelican, Pelican, Pelican. That's how you get those free bets over on the DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you want to turn a small bet into a big payday, use the DraftKings Same Game Parlays to do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you'll have a shot at, in, at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the Same Game Parlay with three or more legs. Get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. And again, same thing, code word PELICAN. Pelican, Pelican, to get those opportunities. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code word, say it with me, Bernie, Pelican, to bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. What's that code word, Bernie? Pelican. Pelican, that's it. You're a quick learner. That's code word. (laughs) That's how a pelican would sound, by the way. (laughs) Code word pelican. (laughs) That's promo code pelican. Yes, pelican. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older and physically present in Louisiana to play. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit needed. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. The licensee partner is the Golden Nugget of Lake Charles. If you have a gambling problem, call one 877 stop Pelican. <laughs> News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Watch out for a lifter bender. We got one on Jefferson Street. This is Jefferson Street right in the area near East Congress. So Jefferson between East Congress, kind of where uh, where it bends in the roadway near the subway. All right, Jefferson just down from East Congress. Little Fender Bender and Broussard, St. Nazaire at 90. That's St. Nazaire at 90. Please buckle up. Take me to church. I was like a dog at the shrine of your light. I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife. Offer me that deathless death. Good God, let me give you my life. Take me to church. I was like a dog at the shrine of your light. It's coming up now. 844 on Acadiana's Morning News. Friday is already here. Who doesn't love a Friday? If you don't love a Friday, there's just something, something deep down inside you that is wrong. 
Wrong, Ian. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you know what else is wrong? What? Sinkholes. DOTD just released a picture of that sinkhole in New Orleans. Okay, wait. Tell me more. You got to tell me. For those of you who missed it, it's Sinkhole de Mayo in New Orleans. <laughs> uh, a sinkhole opened so on one of the I-10 exits leading into the city eastbound. Um, initially, DOTD said it, uh, the road was closed because of an incident. Well, now they've released a picture of the sinkhole. And? and it is, it's it's not as, as sexy as what I oh. thought it would be. Okay. But... But yeah, the roads it, collapse. They gotta it, fix it. Is it half sexy? <laughs> um, yeah, on a scale Wait, of uh, yeah, okay, that's what I want to know. One to five, yeah. or on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it about a five. Okay, maybe a All six. Right. <laughs> Does it look as if the world is coming to an end, or this is like, eh, no, it's another no, day in is, New Orleans. It's another day in New Orleans. All this right. one, in terms of New Orleans sinkholes and some of the pictures we've seen online, this one's milk toast. Okay. Well, good. That's actually good news. You know, because, I mean, come on. It is New Orleans. It is sinking. The whole state is sinking, really. Oh, I mean, we're all sinking. Literally and figuratively. But um bum Oh, that was hey. bad. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so, so, you know, it's kind of just, I guess, par for the course. Huh? Although, I got to say, I'm going to tell you. There would be some dramatic things that would happen to me. <laughs> if I'm riding, I'm cruising down I-10, bruh. I'm ready to take an exit, and there is a sinkhole. There's going to be another kind of sinkhole, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> well, put it this way. If I'm driving down the road and the sinkhole opens up, my first thought is, how much money can I get for my car? <laughs> I'm hoping at that point, if it crashes, A, I get out alive, B, the car is totaled, so at least I can get something out of it. <laughs> no. Shows uh, you where my mind is. No, I know. I think everybody's probably thinking it at that point. You just feel so like, okay, A, can I make it out alive? Uh, B, can I get top dollar on my trade-in? And probably right now you would, because there are still difficulties finding used vehicles. So I think you can be all right. I think it's going to oh, be. Oh, I don't right. know. I'm with the shortage of cars right now. I might be walking on, uh, walking on my own two feet. <laughs> but your feet are so pretty, right? <laughs> That's because they don't do much walking right now. <laughs> okay, no joke though. Speaking of that, um, you will be doing the game softball game tonight, and then right. double headers tomorrow. What time tonight? Double headers tomorrow. Six? Did they determine? Uh, say that again. Six, did they determine six o'clock tonight? Yeah, 6 o'clock. That was the original schedule. The schedule was 6 last night, okay. 6 tonight, and then 2 tomorrow. But last night's game will now be played on Saturday. So that's why we're doing 6 tonight, then noon tomorrow, and 2 tomorrow. Okay. Well, not bad. Not bad at all. All right. As we are wrapping up here today, I, uh, I don't have uh, too, too much for you. However, I will give you a, a choice. There is the choice of Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Or Detroit, Michigan. So you get to pick okay, which one. So which I have goes to first. choose between Nature Boy Ric Flair and the Sheik. <laughs> the Crockett okay. Territory versus the Detroit Territory. Okay, you well, know wait, what? Which one is which? Because all the wrestling fans who are not wrestling fans are like, mm -hmm. I'm not a fan. I don't get it. Rick Rick Flair is a, is a Crockett Territory. He's a, he's built from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the the Sheik, the original Sheik, was uh, a mainstay in Detroit, and that's really the only place he ever got over. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, save the best for last. We'll do the Sheik first. Let's okay. go to Detroit. All right, here goes Detroit. Let's talk customer service, shall we? Okay. You have to have your product available when people want to buy it. 
Right. You know, I mean, plain and simple. And that is what prompted a Detroit man to install a weed vending machine outside his house. (laughs) That's entrepreneurship right there. That's a great entrepreneurship. (laughs) Instead of, you know, a Coke and a smoke, it's a Coke and a toke. Okay. Uh, well, hey, it's better than it's better than uh, doing Coke and Coke. Oh, well, okay, that's a good point. So he just wanted to provide service twenty four seven. So the authorities say this guy was making about two thousand dollars a day off of his weed machine. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> they were mad. They weren't getting the cut on it, right? Probably. Oh no, we not we not we not serious. We're just teasing. I'm talking about the government cut. Uh, Oh, like taxing it. Yes, I got you. Yes. Okay, so um, they did bust the guy. and But you, can you imagine how rich? he? Uh, no telling how long he had this machine up for. And people were just strolling on by, you know? And I guess feeding dollars into it, and there drops your weed. Woo! What yeah. a day. All right, Charlotte, here we go. Okay, family is important. Mm-hmm. You know, they say the family that prays together stays together. You know, maybe mm-hmm. if, you know, you have a family and they're good and it's sweet. Well, over in Charlotte, a family. Woo. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I don't know if they all wooed together, but they should have hung. They were out for a stroll along the city streets. Mm-hmm. There was grandma and mom. And a toddler and a newborn. They were just walking down the sidewalk, all of them. Aww. Aww. That is so sweet. But they was all naked. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something Ric Flair would have done. <laughs> well, he is the nature boy, right? <laughs> yeah. Apparently he loves nature too much. So officers go up to this family. I can't even imagine what this scene must have been like. And they're like, hey. They asked one of the women, why in the world are you guys walking down the street on the sidewalk naked? This <laughs> one, wait, this woman actually told these police officers, God told us to remove our clothes and walk down the street. And the good Lord said, nah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the good Lord said, that's messed up. Because yes. apparently police believe it was meth in the system of the adult women was more likely what told them to take their clothes off and walk down the street and not God Almighty. Yes. Uh, The two uh, ladies were then arrested, the children taken to child services. So just a hint, if God tells you to take off your clothes and walk down the street naked on the sidewalk, it ain't him. It's not Jesus. That's the devil, boo. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nobody want to see that? God, no, nobody wants to see that. I avoid mirrors. <laughs> oh, be nice. Look, you know, with the right lighting and the right bathroom <laughs> setting, you can create your own mugshot when oh you wake up. Oh, God. Oh, you were so right. <laughs> Look, I've done it before. It's on my phone. I've never posted it online because people would think I really was uh, had been arrested. <laughs> I love I it. I have my own bathroom mugshot. Ah. It's there for, the, uh, for when I need it. I love it. What a great day. Ian, enjoy your softball. Thanks for everything. Love ya. 
Love you too, Bernie. God willing, if the checks don't bounce, we're back on the air Monday morning from 6 until 9. We'll be here. We trust you'll be here too. And since we're all human in the meantime, can we try to love each other? Amen. I said try. I get it. We're not. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. The economy continued to create more jobs last month, and job growth was even stronger than forecast. The Labor Department says there were 428,000 new created in April. The unemployment rate remained at 3.6%. Though the number of people in the workforce, the labor force participation rate was disappointing at 62.2%, still below pre-pandemic levels. Shares of real estate site Zip Group are losing ground, though the company reported an upbeat quarter. CEO Richard Barton says the housing market is entering a period of uncertainty. Inflation isn't keeping people from gambling online. DraftKings is predicting an upbeat quarter and is raising its forecast. DraftKings CEO Jason Robbins said any impact from the shin. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net.